welcome to episode zero of Order of Defiance, a role-playing let's play involving me, Bo Schwartz, and my two great friends, Michael Hodgins and Crofton Steers. Welcome, boys. Hello. Good to be here. Hey, everybody. And uh, as I sort of said in the pre-show, and I'm going to say it here, this is kind of like a new thing. We wanted to play D&D because folks who've supported the channel and supported Core and there will be dungeons like uh, enjoy some D&D. I asked Michael and Crofton if they'd be willing to subject themselves to my experimentations, and they agreed. What great friends. They've just been sitting through an hour of technical difficulties, and look at the smiles on their faces. They seem so thrilled that they spent their Sunday afternoon staring at a webcam. It's great. (laughs) Honestly, I am excited, Bo. I am excited. And listening to the There Will Be Dungeons and some of the stuff you've done since you used to DM us, I think this just makes it more exciting. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, It's, uh, you know... I am not finished by any means my world-building campaign asset. I am about as unprepared as one can be playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons. That's why we're slapping a zero on it. I don't even have an RSS feed for the audio listeners. So I'll put this up eventually. But, uh, you know, it will we'll be up on YouTube. It will be available in VOD form there as well as Twitch for now. And um, as I continue, we're planning kind of a once-a-month sort of thing for now. We're going to see how it goes, see, you know, how we feel about it. It's all experimental, and there's no wrong answer. We're just here to have a good time. But um, you may have questions or want to find out where to get that stuff, so YouTube, probably the best place to watch the VOD, and the best place to watch live is probably Twitch, but there is a connected chat bot between the Twitch and YouTube communities, so everyone can just chat with each other while you're watching live. Either place is good. Okay, um... Anything we need to get out of the way? Usually before we get started, there's a, yeah, I don't know, advertiser or something like that. Anyone got something they want to pimp real quick or some? I don't know. Really? We yeah. can do that? Sure. Yeah. So, okay. I got a podcast. Uh-huh. Tell people about it. Get it over it's with quick. Don't, I don't want to hear a long speech about it, but yeah, let's go. It's called Dungeons and Diapers. I do it with Ryan Murphy from The Gamers Inn, and we talk about... Uh, video games and stuff, but also being a parent. So you can check that out. Dungeons and Diapers. Perfect. All right, great. Well, thank you. It's brought to you this week by Dungeons and Diapers. They've sweet. They've sponsored Free promo. us with zero dollars. Free promo for you. <laughs> okay, perfect. So the way we're going to get started is I am going to briefly introduce um, the setting, and then we're going to go from there, probably straight to. Uh, to uh, Crofton. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess here we go. In a land far away, far away from the one we know, is a world that experienced its own sort of history of pain and bloodshed. That world has a name lost for long and uh, long and forgotten. However, the kingdoms which populate this realm remain. On the western side of the last remaining kingdom of this world is the realm of Ashagard, ruled by the twelve tyrants. And in one 
city amongst this kingdom, the city of Red Skull. New heroes in a new age will emerge. I'd like you to picture rolling green hills that transform slowly to brown, red rock, as in the distance on the peninsula of Shipeater Bay, heading out to Cormorion Sea. A range of mountains lines the horizon. On the nearest mountaintops, chiseled into the side of the mountain, is a giant skull, tinted brown and red, and atop this skull is a large and foreboding castle, seemingly threatening all who dare look upon it. It is dark and obsidian and stands out in silhouette against the horizon sun. Below these mountains, at the foot of them, is a large and bustling city, replete with the mayhem you would typically find in any sort of bursting metropolis. This is the city of Red Skull. The city of Red Skull is surrounded by large gray brick walls on all sides, houses and farmlands doubting the ex dotting the exterior, and upon the inside, different types of neighborhoods and communities formed. We center our attention upon one dilapidated, run-down, filthy part of Red Skull, the one that the folks there call Grinner's Row. And as we descend upon the rows and aisles and streets of this fair city, we see a human named Tiltron walking down the bustling afternoon street of Grinner's Row. Barker's yelling out, Where's for sale? Come get your wares. We've got bread here. Bread here, two silver a loaf. The, the, the streets are bustling with activity and Tiltrin would be the character Croft in this playing. So Crofton, if you could provide me with a bit of physical description of what your human rogue looks like walking down the road. For sure. Uh, thanks, Bo. That was great. So uh, I'm Tilton Flea Fowler, and I'm uh, 27. Uh, and I my my character is sort of like in uh, I don't wanna, I don't want to say completely uh, dilapidated clothing, but kind of worn uh, brown clothing common to folk uh, amongst Grinner's Row. Uh, Tilton has black hair, sort of light olive skin, is about five foot eight likes to say that he's five foot nine um, and uh, and is is kind of like on, on the the thinner side about 170 pounds okay and on a typical afternoon without any assignments what would Tiltron be doing in Grinner's row uh, so 
Flea is looking to hustle, essentially. Flea is in a situation where, um, you know, he has a fairly domineering father, big presence in Grinner's Row, known as Terry the Terror Fowler, um, who runs an establishment, uh, which is, you know, a a nice way to say a thieves guild, uh, but fronted by an inn. And uh, Tilton is one of three brothers, and his two other brothers, he's right in the middle. His older and his younger brother are kind of, you know, they've got their own things going on and are impressing their father in their own unique kind of ways, all related to sort of the rogue arts, whereas poor Tilton is still struggling to find his path and is hustling to try to find ways to make a mark in, in Grinner's Row, which is essentially the only world that he has ever known. That's what you'd be doing on a typical afternoon. <laughs> I'm hustling. You're hustling? Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah, right, no, right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to uh, – so when I'm – let's say if you're looking for something specific for this typical afternoon. Not too specific. Just an idea of what you might be up to. Yeah. yeah all right. Specific, yeah. I, I, I'm, heading out, I'm heading out to meet my, uh, my mentor – uh, Arch- Archimedes, who's an old sorcerer that lives uh, just outside of Grinner's Row. So I'm walking down the street, looking at the you know the merchants, s- saluting to a couple of people, flashing a couple of thief signs to the right the right folks, and I'm heading to meet Archie uh, because I am looking again to hustle, find some tips to make me a better rogue, and I feel like his magic may be the key for me. Okay. And so you'll notice on Foundry, which I brought up here, is I've brought up a map um, of Grinner's Row with some locations. Um, I haven't positioned a place where he might be. Do you think he would live typically in a richer neighborhood? Because you sort of created Archie a little bit. So does he live in Grinner's Row amongst the impoverished, or is he more of a well-to-do character? No, he's he's like right on the edge of Grinner's Row, uh, on the on the outside, a little bit probably better off, but not a ton. So like he'd be he'd be on the ed- on the edge, um, and and far enough that Flea feels comfortable, uh, you know, heading out and seeing him without getting spotted too much by by his family. So okay, so um, you'll see here on the map that I have uh, I've, the Grinners Row area. I've populated with street names, so that would be that would be the area where we would have. Um, Grinner's Row. So, if you were on the border, it might be sort of near this uh, Tremble Trembledorf's or Tremblebeck's High Street. Yeah, that looks great. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Just trying to get a sense of where he's at. We're going to mark him on the map. I think at some point. Let me just get. Uh, we have, I think, some way of doing that here. And Archie is trying to stay kind of on the down low. So not not many folks are aware of his whereabouts. All right, let's say he lives about here. How about that? I'm just going to put a square on the map, and that'll work on that later. Okay, and that is uh, Archie's place. All right, so you make your way down the road uh, without event. It's just a typical day in Grinner's Row. There's people yelling. There are uh, kids, like urchins, running around. The streets are milled and full with people. Um, You approach the house, and I imagine, even though he doesn't quite live in uh, Grinner's Row amongst the um, broken-down houses, it's still... um, Somewhat dilapidated on the outside. You sort of see a few uh, uh, print sheets 
lying at the front door like someone hasn't opened the front door and picked up any of the deliveries uh, there. Yeah, and I check to see right now I'm probably always checking over my shoulder to see if I'm being followed mm-hmm. or any anybody's got an eye for me before I I do the rapping on the door in the way that Archie would know that it's me. Oh, okay. So you'd like to scan your surroundings? I believe That's correct. that would take a perception roll, please. Yes. First roll of the game. Perception roll. Whoops. So now I'm zoomed in on this map. I got to zoom out. Bring out my things. So what do I so what which dice do I roll, Bo? <laughs> uh, right. You remember D&D is a D20 27. plus 20. your perception bonus. All right. So here we go. Roll. <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's great. That's perfect. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> New campaign, folks. <laughs> Here we go. So you rolled a one um, for the audio <laughs> listeners. Not that we have them yet, but this may go up on. Uh, you rolled a one, which. Uh, Fortunately for you, I don't consider critical fails and critical rolls when it comes to skill checks like they do in Baldur's Gate oh. 3, which everyone's played. Um, uh, it does factor a little bit into things, but it's not an automatic fail or automatic success. However, uh, one plus five is still six, and a terrible <laughs> might be considered a lowish roll. You don't perceive anything unusual. Looks pretty safe. Typical day uh, at Archie's place. Great. So uh, I proceed to rap on the door. Okay. You rap on the door and you hear nothing in response. Uh, I I repeat the rap and this time I repeat it like we have a sort of a, a code, if you will. And I repeat it to the beat of that code as clear as possible and wait again. Okay. Um, so you repeat it this time and on the second floor of the house, you sort of, you take a little peek up and you see the curtain get drawn aside and you see an older man with a long gray beard and a robe, but with no clothes on underneath. Although you don't peek at any member or anything, but you just see a big hairy, like white hairy chest and you hear, you see a gesture of a hand telling you to, telling you to come in. So I, uh, so I turn the turn the handle and open the door, and I sigh loudly and audibly. Okay, you turn the handle and open the door, um, but the door opens an inch and then is stuck. There's something behind the door. Ah, uh, great, just great. <laughs> um, so uh, I, tr- I I take a look at this the the, the space that the door is open, and mm-hmm. I see if I can fit squeeze through. Can I can I squeeze through? No, it's only open about an inch or two. Okay. Um, I I try I try to take it to perceive what's what's blocking the door. Uh, What's blocking the door? Okay. Um, You can't see through the door unless you have some means to. No. No. So yeah, there's no there's no roll that will let you see through doors. I can't like put my fingers around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. So okay. 
so you put your fingers around the corner and feel around, and um, yeah. this doesn't require a roll. Pretty quickly, you feel the like end of a of like a, some sort of staff that's wedged probably between the door and the wall. Uh, his staff was probably just he probably just dropped it by the door and and left it there. I just my luck. So I uh, I close the door and I I look um, inspect the house for other ways. Uh, to get in like if there's a way perhaps that i could climb up to the top and get in if there's an uh, an open window or a back door uh, i have some f- familiarity with archie's house a, a quick pull might get the get the door uh get the door unjammed you know like with your, you stick your fingers around it because you can feel where it's wedged you could probably pull it right. and get it unjammed but it would require sure. a sleight of hand check to do that i'll do it i'll try Try to get that stupid staff out of the way. Okay, let's see your roll. Come on, big money. Hey, oh, and, and what do you add to your sleight of hand? Uh, so for sleight of hand, it is. Hang on, plus five. All right, so you got eighteen. Um, so you quick, you very deftly, you know, take two fingers, flick the the staff out of the way, and the door creaks open um i i close the door behind me mm-hmm. and uh i start walking up the s- stairs and whispering like whisper yelling you know kind of being like archie archie yeah and as you start to go up the stairs he starts to descend the stairs his robe is open and he's completely nude underneath his robe and he goes he says to you flee what are you doing here God, geez, cl- close up, close up. You knew I was coming. God. Out of I'm my way. It's time for breakfast. Uh, um, do you, I, I, so I follow, I follow uh, Archie into the kitchen okay. and, and uh, well, while he's, you know, doing his stuff and being indecent, I'm, I'm talking and I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, Archie, it was tough enough for me to get away. This is my my one chance to practice magic with you. Are you are you even sober right now? Come on. Every day with the same shit. Why do you want to learn magic? You've got no talent for it. I know. That's the thing. None of us have any talent for it. Nobody touches it. But if I get good at it, that's my edge. That's what's going to differenti- differentiate me from all these other yahoos around here. You got it. You got to teach me. You promised. Ah, oh, fuck my tits. <sighs> and he sort of expresses as he opens his bread, uh, bread, um, what is it, the like bread box, and there's no bread, just crumbs in there. <sighs> Listen, I'll make a deal with you, um, Flea. If if you go to your pa's place, bring me a loaf of bread. I'll teach you how to press to digitate this afternoon. You, ah, uh, this is always how it goes. Every time I come in, you've got some deal for me. It always involves me stealing from my own family. Uh, okay, fine. That's a your, how you, uh, how you procure your, the bread for me is your business, but that's, I don't work for free. The, uh, a wizard must eat after all. You know Terry's not going to give me Jack for free. I'm going to have to pilfer it. Anyway, at least it's practice. Okay, so you're free for the rest of the day. You're up now. If I come back, you're going to be awake, right? Um, None of this. As you say that, he opens a bottle of liquor and pours himself a glass and quickly downs it. He says, Archie. I'll be awake. Just bring me bread. I'm quite famished. 
and he sort of swings uh. towards you with the glass in hand and his member out, uh, dangling around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, all right, I'll be back. I I walk in a huff towards the door. Uh-huh. I kick. I kick his. Uh, his uh, scepter, the one that was propping the door, yep. out of out of frustration, uh, kick it into the kick it towards the corner as I open and close the door. All right, you do that, and he just he grumbles at you on your way out, but doesn't have much more to say. And you're back out in the open air of Grinner's Row. It smells uh, uh, faintly of shit today. About four out of ten on the shit smell meter. All right. I'm going to head back to uh, – to, I'm going to start heading towards my family's uh, establishment, the one I mentioned in the opener, mm-hmm. which uh, for the longest time was called the Crooked Smile. But that my dad, Terry the Terror, has recently renamed in an attempt to give it an air of legitimacy. Okay. Uh, and it's now called what, Bo? The Toad and Whistle. The Toad and Whistle. Yeah, and you'll see here on your Grinner's Row map, I've marked some notable locations, number one being the Toad and Whistle Inn, but you could, of course, call it the Crooked Smile. Um, it, it totally was because I made the map before Crofton named the bar. And, oh, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't it matter. Yeah. I, I like your point about it being too uh, obvious. Otherwise, uh, you know, it can yeah. still be known as the smile. People, <laughs> we people steal still, things, Emporio. Yeah. <laughs> we steal things, Emporio. So we're heading, we're heading to the Toad and Whistle. Yeah. So you'd have to take, uh, you go down uh, Osterson's Way, maybe uh, take the quick cut down uh, Arsehole's Isle. And then uh, you go. <laughs> yeah, there's a. There's a as, uh, as, as, as I walk, Love it. As, as I walk, I'm keeping an eye out for anybody who might be having any sort of food or bread that I can pilfer. I would rather pilfer from somebody else than my own family. Um, you want to steal? I want to keep an eye out for somebody that has a loaf of bread. Okay. Well, Grinner's Row is an impoverished, you know, part of town. And while mm-hmm. there are barkers out, uh, there's no, you know, to get to the juicy markets, you'd have to probably go to Centertown to the Red Skull Bazaar. Okay. Uh, so not really anything on your way that would be an easy mark. They're All right. Tough customers here, especially in Arsoul's Isle. But um, you make your way down Debbie Fold's Cut, uh, cross Grinner's High Street, which is the main street of Grinner's Row, down to... Uh, Okay, the resolution on this kind of messed up. I can't read half the roads I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the next road, down to um, Spider Isle. And Spider Isle is the street that the Toad and Whistle's on. So um, uh, as you get to Spy- Spider Isle, you see before you the the inn that uh, is your family's uh, home and place of business. Um, it you know looks appropriately run down. But you know from conversations with your family that appearances are important. So in spite of your family's uh, abilities and capabilities, uh, the place does look in a um, you know pretty shoddy state of repair on purpose to avoid uh, prying eyes and attention. And uh, you see there's sort of a sign where it would have said the crooked smile and there's a sign hammered on top of it, toad and whistle, um, where it's sort of a construction in progress kind of thing. And that fools everybody. <laughs> so, so I walk. I walk in. Is that it? Yeah, if you, that's where you head headed towards. Yeah, 
I'm headed. I'm headed. I walk in and right off call as any self-respecting rogue would do for my mom. Uh, <laughs> and be like, mom, mom, are you there? Are you in the back? Mom. Okay. And, uh, your father, what's his name? His, uh, Sorry. His name his name is Terry, Terry the Terror Fowler. Right. So you 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 open up the bar door and you see, you know, a handful of patrons um sitting at the various tables and one at the bar not facing you. And Terry's there, uh your father Terry's wiping down the table and he he look he looks up from his wiping of the bar at you and his face is just complete scowl just b- because you're yelling for mom as soon as you walk in the door. Oh, uh, great. Now does he call you Flea or does he call you Tilton? He calls you he, he calls me Flea, my mother calls me Tilton. Right. Flea. Why are you yelling for your mother? Oh, uh, I, I need to, I need some bread. I'm trying uh, to run an establishment here. Why? What, apologies, everyone. And they're like, come over here. Uh, yes, Dad. Where, and where have you been? I was out hustling. I every day I'm out there trying to impress you. Jeez. Okay, so I'm I remember this get- morning asking you to clean out the slop pens in the back. I did that. I, this is it. This is a deception, by the way. <laughs> okay, roll a deception. Uh, I did it totally. They're clean. So, uh, so I roll a d twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't come up. Big money. Deceiving your father for the win. Mm, yes. Nice. Solid. Sixteen plus. <laughs> Plus what? What for deception? Uh, plus four. So twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so you you say your lie, and you have a look of pride upon your face as you say it. But <laughs> your father's been to the back of the house and has it's personally inspected the slop pens and knows that they are not done, and thus, no matter how good the deception was, he is aware of this fact and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how good the lie was. He just looks at you and uh, he says, come here. Yeah. And as you lean in closer, he gives you a smack on the face. Ow! What was that for? That's Ooh. for lying to me, you little shit. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it later. Get, I promise. Get back out there and clean the slop pens and then maybe I'll have something for you in your hustle. Jeez! Oh, so I I I head out holding my holding my head to the to the back, uh, and um, and, and tr- as I'm walking towards the back, I glance out of my good eye towards the kitchen to see if there was any food laying about. <coughs> you glance out towards the kitchen, but as you glance towards the kitchen, something about the patron at the bar catches your eye. And um, there's a there's a, 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 a ping of familiarity. Uh, Michael, um, who's now will now call Dasmar, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. So we're going to introduce you here um, <clears throat> as you've returned to town. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can come up with a reason why you would come here, whether it's the familiarity or you were actually seeking someone out. 
Um, but give our audience listeners uh, a description of what Dasmar, uh, sorry, the last name is Elderstag, half-elf druid of level one, of the one of <laughs> level. Um, give us a physical description of what he might look like sitting at the bar of the Toten Whistle. So he is, he has sort of sandy blonde hair, <coughs> elvish ears, um, long hair hanging, and sort of luff, long rough hair there is um a dried flower in mm -hmm. his in his on the right side of his head uh and he wears a simple like traveler's cloak that is basically filthy um with a traveler's pack on his back and he sits at the and his face is weathered he's not he's only he's 30 years old but he looks older even with his elven blood he's um, it's been, I don't know how much detail you want me to reveal, but no, as much as you want, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been, so Dasmar grew up in Grinner's row until the age of 13, uh, after which his, his mother died and his father an elven ranger, uh, took him out of the city to teach him the ways of the wilds and rangering, which is what his father did. They, and he spent the next 17 years in the wilderness and, um, but a few years ago, his father disappeared in sort of mysterious circumstances and Dasmar found himself sort of lost and stricken with despair. He didn't know what to do. Um, is this like full backstory? No, time? no, no, no physical no. description, okay. physical, physical description. Yeah. So what he's a rough looking guy. He's so been in the wilderness for 17 yeah. years, has not been in, uh, uh, the urban, an urban area since he left at 13. Something's drawn him back. Uh, curiosity. He's uh, to reconnect with his past. Uh, he came <laughs> into town um, walking through with stairs, being a half-elf in a place that elves are not loved. Um, he had a relatively freshly killed, um, let's say it was a fawn, uh, that he had hunted, and he went to hold on. <laughs> Where is it? The pug, uh, the butchery. We're, we're, we're. First. We're delving into oh. what you did, not physical description. All right, sorry. Okay, yeah. so he's rough. He's rough looking. Yeah. He's is, sitting there. What does Tiltron see? He sees Tiltron? this rough looking guy, sandy blonde hair, long, a flower in his in his hair, sitting at the bar, kind of with a sort of a half smile on his face, and kind of just <laughs> looking around the place as if it's familiar but strange at the same time. Okay, that's what he sees. That's what you Leave see, Tiltron. Leave you it there. Uh, that's what I see. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I'm sort of preoccupied. My dad's just hit me in the face. Uh, I I have been embarrassed in public. I'm essentially uh, still trying to find this loaf of bread for for my pervert wizard friend, so that he'll teach me magic. And I have to go. I've been called out in a lie, and I've got to to go clean out the slop. So as I see somebody who looks slightly familiar to me out of the corner of my eye, I keep, I keep going into the back to like, to, to, uh, essentially find my mother and talk to her. Okay. So you guys, you guys meet with eye contact and then, uh, flea uh, turns around and beelines towards his mother in the back. Yeah. And as you head to the back, uh, your mother, who has been, uh, you know, doing, uh, she has a slot pen uh, out and she's been scrubbing it in the sink. And she looks up and she says, oh, Tiltrin, I was wondering where you were. It's Tiltin. Oh, Tilt. Oh, sorry. 
Tilton. No. We'll just redo it. She didn't say it wrong. She's your mother. Yeah. Tilton. Yeah. It'd be funny if she didn't <clears throat> say it wrong. You need me. Tilton. Did you? You're back from your morning excursions. Yeah. Oh, dad is the worst. He just hit me in front of everyone again. Oh, he wants me to clean the slop pens. He just wants the best for you. And she sort of puts down the slop pen and comes over and gives you a hug. And she's like, there, there, my little rogue. He wants, he doesn't care about me at all. He cares about Connor. He cares about Cedric. I'm just the other one. He, as long as I don't cause problems and I clean the slop pen and stay out of his way. But I'm more than that, mom. You know I'm more than that. Well, now I've talked to your father, okay, and he thinks it's important that you learn some discipline in taking care of the inn, you know. Uh, it's not just honor in being um, <clears throat> a rogue. Excuse me a second, got a cough. <laughs> Sorry, just had to get that out. There's not just honor in being a rogue, but... Um, in being a businessman, a proprietor of the inn. And your brothers haven't exactly taken to it, and I think it would be good for you. It suits your skill set. I know you think that, but Cedric's going to get the inn. Dad has pretty much all but said it. I mean, he's always scamming people, pulling his counterfeits. Everybody knows that he's the one that's going to get this place like i could try my best i can clean as many slop pits or piles as he wants but i it's not it's not going to get me the in if you can promise me that i'm going to run this in i will put my elbows to the ground like to the ground and 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 clean that slop but i just i think there's got to be another way now dearie if you would just be patient i've spoken with your father and he has a job for you that i think you would like but he wants you to prove that you can be responsible. So he asks you to do the slot pens without a reward dangling upon it, knowing that once you finished, he would have a job for you. All right. All right. I like, I sort of like sigh, realizing this conversation is not going to end to my benefit. Thinking about the slop pens I'm going to have to clean. But just before I turn away and go to do so, I say I say to her, Hey, Mom, I'm, I'm a bit hungry. Do we have any food left over? I need my energy for slop pen cleaning, you know. You know as well as I that the larder is always open to the family. Just help yourself to what you want. Just don't be a glutton. Sweet. I mean, absolutely. Never a glutton. Uh so so um, now at this point, uh, I head towards the larder to before uh, directing my myself to the slop pen cleanup. So where's okay. the larder? <laughs> well, the larder is towards the back of the kitchen area. You open it up, and it's slightly down a few set of stairs, and it's more cement walls here, and it's colder. Keeps, uh, you know... The meat relatively fresh, even though there isn't refrigeration. Uh, it is it is cooler, and there's you know loaves of uh, bread, uh, probably freshly purchased from distributor in another part of town. As every morning, so, uh, not you because you're not really good at doing the the chores of the inn. Uh, fresh produce is purchased and brought to the inn. So there's a few loaves of bread on the on on, on one of the shelves. I take two of them. 
Okay. You now have two, one in each hand. Do you have okay, a backpack big enough to, to put them in? Are they like bread rolls or full loaves? They're like full loaves. Okay, I'll take one. Okay, you take I, one, yeah. I, I'll, take, I'll take one and I'll put it in whatever my backpack is that's holding my thieves' gear. Right, so you, let's say it's like mm. an over – let's say it's a little pouch that goes kind of like oh, like a city yeah. It's pouch. like when you roll a D&D character, it's like it assumes you're an adventurer, <clears throat> so it gives yeah. you a backpack and stuff. But like in the city – yeah. You're not like hauling an adventurer's pack all over town. No, I, I hear you. Yeah, I got so. like a little city pack. All right, perfect. Okay. And then I go and then I, I take – but instead of leaving to go bring the the, the bread – actually, you know what? Screw these slop pens. Um, uh, and okay. so so I, I, I make a, a, a play to sneak out the inn through the front door to get the loaf of bread back to Archimedes. So I, I – I, I'm sneak. I'm trying to sneak out through You're the. You're trying front. to sneak out from your from your father's gaze. Yes. Okay. Roll a stealth check. Okay. Uh, and I'm sneaking by uh, da- uh, Dasmar as well, who's at the bar, I guess. Yeah, it's really your father. You need to be worried about. No, one, the other okay. patrons don't care about you. Okay. Here we go. Come on. A ten. <laughs> Plus. plus your stealth roll. Okay, just hang on. Uh, plus five. Fifteen. <clears throat> okay, you attempt to uh, make a, a dash for <laughs> the door like quickly. <clears throat> you attempt to make a dash for the door quickly. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, your father's a sentry in his bar. And remember, he's a rogue of great standing. And you know I- it's no easy feat. <laughs> To get past a a rogue of great standing and one that is also your father and knows knows before you've even thought of it that you're going to try and skip out without doing the slot pens. So uh, as you are sneaking out, like you you sort of you get into sneaking motion and you hide behind a chair and you walk past Dasmer behind him, and 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 as you're sort of making the dash for the front door, uh, a, a filthy oily cloth. Like, flings out in front of you and lands on your face and obscures your vision and smells like uh, armpits and dirty dishes. I, I don't get a saving throw on this or anything. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, God, what, what is what is this? Smells horrible. And I throw the cloth. Uh, I grab the cloth off my face like it's the alien. Flea, what alien. are you doing? Ah, uh, Dad. Get back I, to the slop pens and clean them out. I, I was just looking for this cloth that you found that I need for cleaning the slop pens. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad that I found this because I was looking all over the slop pens for it. But now now I have it. I can I can go back and clean them. Quit. <laughs> quit your balling. I'm sick of hearing it. Just come over here. Oh, I go back to my dad. Okay, so you, you go up to the bar, and Dasmer is like nearby, so you can hear this Dasmer this conversation happening. And uh, he says, Look, your mom did your work for you. You should be praying every night that you have such a wonderful mother. Because if it was just me raising you, I'd tan your hide so hard we could sell it for, uh, uh, we could sell jackets with it. It'd be leather hide. In fact, it'd probably be worth more if I stripped it off and sold it as leather strips. But anyways, look, I got some work for you. You've been talking about wanting to 
to try and be a rogue and to try and be, you know, this wizardy thing or whatever. You need to forget all that. I got a real job for you. You've been looking to prove yourself. Are you interested? Yeah, anything. I'm ready. Put me in the game. But listen, you can't, to, I- you can't fuck this up. Because it's not just your name that goes on this. It's the Fowler name. So if you make uh, a bollocks of this, then it's not just you that suffers the embarrassment. It's the whole family. Are you sure you're ready for this? Why, why, aren't, you, why aren't you asking Connor? Why, why me? He's busy. They've got jobs to do, too. I mean, we got more jobs than we have hands to fill the, the, the tasks. you got to start pulling your weight around here somehow. And if you're not going to clean out slop pens, well, then i got other work for you. I mean, okay, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm good. I won't screw it up. I promise. All right, sit down. And then he, re- he goes under and he reaches for uh, a mug and then... He reaches for some mead and he starts pouring some mead in there and he's like, get that in you. Before taking a sip, I, I'm as a rogue, I'm cognizant that we might be talking about rogue business uh, and that there's somebody with an earshot that might, you know, uh, be, be listening. And I lean forward and whisper to my, my dad, is this the best place to talk about this? And then I, I I pull a sip at the same time. Uh, he shifts on his peg because he's missing a leg uh, a little bit. <clears throat> he looks over at, at Dazmer and he says, You there, boy, what are you doing here? I haven't seen your face around here. I turn towards him and I say, But I've seen your face. You must remember mine. It has been a long, long time since I've been here. But you know me. And then I just look at him. Should I know you? Enough of the games. Kn- Tell me where you're from. Are you here for work? I'm from here. My mother was in your employ when I was a child. It has been a long, long time. Do you remember Sarah, the washerwoman? The one... The one who cleaned the bedsheets? Well, I uh, I am her son. At this at this point, I finally clue in. I've been so preoccupied on my own bullshit that uh, that I just uh, I realize what's what's going on, and I turn and I'm like, Das, Das, is that you? I turn and look at Flea, and I squint, recalling his face. The familiarity, he looks different, he's older. I remember him only as a 10-year-old boy um, who was my only friend. I look at him and I say, Flea Fowler, can it be you? It, it is, it is me. It's me. I'm in the same place where we used to play as kids. God, what happened to you? You look horrible. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I have been... I have spent these last 17 years in the wilds. I have not set foot in a city in 17 years. But something has drawn me back. I'm not sure what it is, but I felt the need to reconnect with my past. And here I am. And here you sit before me. All things are connected. Uh, I, I want to talk to you. I, Dash, I, I really do. But 
this is not a great time for me. Maybe maybe we can connect this evening. Uh, if, if you want to get a room here, Dad, we've got a room, right? We've got to have a room. Uh, I haven't seen your mother in a 10-year. How is she doing? Surely you must remember the wandering fever took her. And my father, oh. the only reason he stayed in this town was yes. f- for her sake. Um, my apologies. It's a lot of faces come and go. But yes, your mother was a kind soul. And So yeah. we've got to hook him up, right? We've got a room. Your Do we have a room? Your father, how is... Has he passed on too? He, as you might remember, he is an elven person, and I <laughs> do not know where he is. Long life he had before meeting my mother, but he has disappeared. He left. We were in a land I couldn't even describe. The wilderness was so deep, the woods, and I searched for him for a year, and I could not find him. Um, but I decided after some great event that I should come back to this place. <laughs> some great event, saving some mysteries. It though. is a personal thing, but well, listen. what is this? Twenty questions? Can we get him a room or not? Do Please, we have a room? Settle down. Settle down. Ah. Father's talking. I would say that the Too I old. I, be, I believe that all things are connected. That I'm drawn here on this day to see. And I look at Flea, the only friend I've known that I've never, haven't seen in 17 years. And here we sit face to face. Wow, that's heavy. You're pretty old to be an orphan. Well, you looking Uh, for work or what? I'm open to all things. Well, you you know, my my young lads, I'm sending them out on a job. I could use a second set of eyes on them. You can trust Dash. He's, I Dad, well, I remember Sarah, him. and she was a good worker, and I'm sure Dasmer, or Dash, you call yourself now? Yeah, I, I, some call me Das. Dasmer is well, my name. Well, it's a chance das. for you to prove yourself here, too. I assume you came to the Toad and Whistle for the same reason a lot of our clients come here. Jobs. I got one for you. I did not come here for a job, but I am here, and my friend Flea is on about to undertake something, and I will help. <laughs> uh, look, <Okay. laughs> Daz, I'm really happy to see you. Uh, I, I just, I don't know that this is the type of job that you would be mm, well-suited for, I guess. Dad, do you think Woods, Woods Boy here is going to be an added value to this? What is the job? I Look, I think he would be a great asset to the job, and particularly he would keep an eye on you, and he's someone you've known for a long time. And you could use some friends apart from that old pervert that lives, uh, that you keep trying to play. How do you know about him? You think anything goes on in Grinner's Row I don't know about? I knew I shouldn't have rolled a one. Um, No. (laughs) No, uh, you're fine. Fine, he can come. He can come. Das, it's great to see you. It's great to see you. We'll catch up. Uh, no, no, he's, you're taking the job. He agreed to the job. And, and Terry <laughs> spits in his hand and holds his hand out towards you, Dasmer. He does I look at this his, for I, everybody. I look at his hand. I reach out to shake it and then think. Then I spit in my own hand, look at it, look at him a bit quizzically, and then I shake his hand. Hmm. 
A deal struck. There's no talking your way out of your chaperone this time, Flea. So do you want to hear about the job or not? Yes. Maybe, yes, I want to hear Desper about it. Maybe will do it by himself and cut you out completely. Oh, Dad. Oh, just tell us, please. All right, all right. So, um, you know, uh, over on... Uh, I got a contract. It's been... A little while, they're kind of anxious to get it fulfilled. They keep bugging me, so I'm going to send it over to you. Nothing too complicated. If we take a look over here, and he sort of he gets out a little piece of parchment, has a scrawled-up map of uh, Grinner's uh, row upon it, uh, similar to what you'd be looking at here on, on the screen. <clears throat> and he points to uh, the Starshine Bubblery, which is number seven on the map, over here down on uh, Dancer's Way. Mm-hmm. Is the the proprietor of the the proprietor? Excuse me of the uh, Starshine Bubblery has having a bit of problems getting rid of some pests and uh, negotiated some good gold for it. You get that job done, you can split one gold. You got your blades on you. Uh question when you say pests do you mean like scoundrels and stuff we're gonna like bigfoot them out of our yard it's probably or some, do you mean it's probably some damn rats they got in their basement if uh, rats yeah um, on second thought dash you don't you think your brothers had to start one. you don't think your brothers had to start by killing rats before I gave, trusted them with important jobs all right, let's just get it over with. Do you, do you want sorry. the gold or not? You can buy yourself a, a magical diaper for all I care with it. I don't want the gold as much as I want you to realize my value. So, yes, I will take your job of rat killing and I will bring my forest buddy with me. And he will, I don't know, tame the rats and turn them into some sort of Rat army, and then you will see the type of value that I bring. Okay, well, listen. Just good. Take the job. Get it done. Do it with some dignity. Remember, you're there representing the Shadowfoots. Of course. Everything I do, I think of that. I'm, I'm, I'm a great ambassador. I'm the, be- the greatest ambassador. Uh, let's let's get going. Is there anything else we need to know before no, we hit the road? That's it. Just go in, say hi to the client, ask them to let you into the basement. I believe that's where they got some pests grown in there they want disposed of. Dispose of them, show them the corpses, come back, I'll give you your gold. Well, don't forget right. to collect the gold. It's payment upon uh, delivery of the contract. So you'll need to collect two gold from them. Perfect. The contract's for two. You get one. Say it back to me. Contract is for two gold. I get one. You get one. And you split das- that one with that Dasmer. Ah, right. Okay. Let's get going. That's the a ge- 50 50 is a generous rate. You think any of my other clients get 50% of the rate and take? No. Family. A fam- I'm getting a family package. Fine. All right. Let's, let's, let's go, Dash. It's great to see you again. By the way, I, I you, you look great. Let's go. Uh, <clears throat> he says. He clears his throat before he goes. And he po- points down on the, the, the countertop. 
Uh, yeah. You're going to pay for that loaf of bread? <laughs> uh, but mom said that it's for the family. It's like a family thing. It's a, it's it's that I could have it. Deception roll? Or it's not a deception roll. That's persuasion rule, maybe. Maybe? Yeah, persuasion. She did say that. She did say you could have it. Okay, persuasion roll. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, baby! Oh, <laughs> uh, so sorry, the dice disappeared for me. What was your... Oh, natural 20. It was, was, it it was a natural 20 plus 6 on persuasion. Okay, perfect. Plus 6. He looks and he goes, "Get on with it." You know, he makes he makes a gesture just to go on. He's he's he he's not going to bother with that fighting you over the. He's had enough talking to you. You can take the loaf of bread, basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so we walk uh, out the door. Uh, Mike, did you have anything you want to add here? Or are you good to go? Um, no, we walk. Yeah, we walk out the door. Um, and we get. I'm just trying to look at the thing here. What's the closest road? Well, spider you're on Spider Isle, yeah. We're just moving over to Dancer's Way. Yeah. As we like turn onto Dancer's Way, um, I say to Tilton, "It's been so long since I've been in a city. My memories of it are so vague. I recall playing with you in these streets, but they're so barren." Um, and Bo, I'm just going to ask you if I can do a a nature check to see if I could sense if there's a seed or. A flower nearby, a seed, a seed pod, let's say. A nature, okay, let's do a nature. Well, I want to see if there's anything because I've been in, yeah, okay, this is what I'm asking to do. All right, let me, um, okay, so roll a 20 for what nature check, uh, d20, oh, an eight, what's my nature? Uh, plus three, so yeah, it's not so good. So, so looking, I try to sense it. Yeah, you're trying to find um, any sort of vegetation, like or specifically plot flower, like seed seed pods. I'm just like seed looking pods. Seeds are there? Is the dirt totally barren, uh, or is there? Are yeah, there? So the roads are like um, mud rack shit, and nothing, <laughs> no life grow. Like they're they're well trodden. It's oily. Horses shit in it. Uh, people do throw out slot buckets out their windows at times. There's little ravines near the near the houses. Um, on the it's road, just, no, no, no flowers yeah. or vegetation. Uh, however, you do spot, um, as you can see, the starshine bubblery down the road. That uh, in the house next to it, in a window, there is a, a potted plant that whoever lives there uh, has, but it's behind the windowed glass. Behind the windows glass. Um, so as we walk along, um, I'm sort of in awe of, this is such a barren place. It is so full of filth, yet when you are outside of the city, everything lives. And then I look in the window and I see the, the, the pot and I'm like, and then uh, <laughs> I'd like to use my druid craft to see if I could cause a seed to sprout. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, let's uh, talk about the spell. Let's describe it to listeners. Yeah. They don't know how okay. these things work. So uh, right, you have see. an at-will cantrip called druid craft. Yep. And uh, tell me what it does. It says you can instantly make a flower bloom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bloom. That's one of, of my, that's one, one of the four options it has. By, yeah. by the way, so basically, if you said the pot was barren, I would want to be like, if there's a seed pod, I would look in and try to make it. Okay, bloom. but well, it's, the, a, it's a cantrip. The, the, I don't the flower's not in full bloom, so it is possible to uh, instigate its uh, its flower. The blossoming of the flower. Okay, yeah. so I, I look at it and I. 
and I, I guess I use my druid craft. Now, when I look at it, what is it? Uh, to make it work, uh, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip, but it instantly works. It's not a die roll. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah. it blooms. So it blooms. And then, and then a smile leaps onto my face, and I, and I look at my friend like, don't you see? Don't you see? Life is everywhere, my friend. <laughs> Dude, what happened to you? Uh, yeah, I mean that's 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 really nice. Dave, do you know magic tricks? Magic? This isn't magic. This is nature, and it's right. everywhere, even in this desolate place. Right, right. N- nature magic. Uh, do, do you know? Do you know any of that? Can you teach me that? No, it cannot be taught. Can't you see the flower booms? It lives. All things are connected, my friend. Come, let's go and complete this task for your father. Uh, okay. And I, I, I sort of bustle on, just pleased with myself because this lovely flower has brooms okay. bright, brightened my day. So what we're gonna what we're gonna do? I'm gonna put a pin in this a little bit. We're at the halfway mark of our show. We're gonna take a a, a short break. Sorry, not to have like a cool wave doing this, but I need a few minutes. Yeah, to yeah. Refresh. Uh, we are at like 6.15. We're probably going to go about 7. We can go over a little bit if we're having a good time. You guys have a hard yeah, out? Or... No, no. It's... Yeah, so let's uh, call it here. I'm good. I yeah. can go later. Go yep. get, get a refreshment. Uh, get a snack if you need it. Uh, we'll take five minutes to chill out. Um, and, you know, I'm going to have my break um, <laughs> at the halfway point. But we'll leave off with you both walking towards the Starshine Bubblery. Okay. Sounds sounds All good. Right. We'll be back. See you guys, in five. See you guys in five minutes. <laughs> All right. So we're back. Hello, everyone. And from when we left, you were walking down. Uh, let me see here. You were walking. We turned down. on Dancer's Way. Yeah, you're walking down Dancer's Way towards the Starshine Bubblery, and. Um, <clears throat> uh, Dasmer, still have to get used to calling you names. Is it Dash or Das for short? It would be Das. Das? But you could, okay. Das. Like it's D-A-S. Das, you could say that how you want. D-A-S. But I would say Dasmer. Or das, Dasmer. Or Dasmer. But Dasmer. I, I'm good with Dasmer if it's Dasmer. Well, there's no T-H, so it's not Dasmer. But you know, it's like old English, so it could just be. <laughs> Dasmer. It could be letters Call say me whatever one thing, you want. pronunciation is something else, but okay. Um, all right, just got to pour myself a coffee here i like you sticking with crofton's tiltron (laughs) is it tilton it's tilton it's triltron did i did i is his name spelled wrong on the stream no it's spelled it was spelled tilton i think i think i I copy pasted so it should be fine all right anyway so you just made a flower bloom in the window said how beautiful life is all around and um, as you say, <laughs> as you say, like the words, how beautiful life is, a patron bursts from the front door of the Starshine Bubblery, and he sort of wipes his, and he spits out a large loogie that's like green and shiny, and it splats against the house across the street from the Starshine, and he goes, I've seen a lot in my lifetime. And he starts stumbling down the road towards you. But I've never seen someone as fine as you. 
I I stop. I I look. I sort of lean over to, to flee, and I say, "Are such are such things very common in the city?" And I kind of look towards the guy. I mean, you do have a short memory because yes, yes, they are very common. Uh, how's it going, Gringo? I say to uh, to the to the man stumbling down the street. He stops his singing and looks at it, and he's like, "What was that?" Uh, Gringo, it's me, Flea. It, how you doing, buddy? You need to get home to Roseanne, okay? He mutters, he looks at you. All right, great chat. Okay, Dash, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, keep on going. Uh, Gringo here is going to find his way home. Keep on going, he says, you want to feckin' go? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, me and my completely human friend here are going to go down the street and get a drink to celebrate just like yourself. Why don't you get home to Roseanne? You don't want to have no teeth soup today, boy. Feck off! And he continues stumbling down the road. Okay, well, yes, welcome back to Grinner's Row, Dash. Um, it is uh, got all different types of color. It's got you've got your nature, you've got your humans, you've got your dirts, you've got your shit. It's pretty much a melange. I can see that. It's very intriguing and much different than the countryside. <laughs> well, Never having been outside of the row myself, I'll have to take your word for it. Now, let's get in there and solve whatever this pest problem is. All right. And as you approach the front of the Starshine Bubblery, you hear like um, glass breaking and then the, the, the faint laughter of a woman going, <laughs> Huh. Sounds like a party. Um, I peek into the door before, like I'm, I'm approaching the door, but I try to, try to, peek into the room before walking in. Okay. So you open the door. Like you have to okay. open the door to peek in, right? You're not pe- yeah. you're peeking in via the door. Uh, you want, you don't want to be noticed. Is that the, that's deal? correct. Make I want st- I want to see what's in there before they see me. Stealth check, please. All right. Uh, 17 plus five. Very good. Um, you crack open the door a little bit, and you know it's the front door of the uh, Starshine Bubblery, a business where patrons are welcome in. So as you peek through the front door, you open up to wood paneled room, and you see a large minotaur standing at a concierge desk. He's wearing um, sort of a, a, a rather ornate jerkin under his big muscular bull frame. And his horned head is looking down on parchment with a uh, with a plume, with a, a quill, I should say, uh, making marks on paper. Um, the 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 minotaur has a uh, monocle on one eye. Hmm. Cultured. Do I have any sense of where the laughing laughing came from from the peak from the peak? Somewhere on the second or third floor, the house itself, the, the business itself, is a three story. Uh, building on the corner, so it stands out amongst a lot of the other buildings. Also quite wide and large, so definitely an establishment you've seen as it's quite literally 
on the back uh, house, but uh, I don't know if you've ever been in such a place as a bubblery before. Do I have knowledge of this establishment on Grinner's Row? Feels like I would know a lot. You, it's on. Yeah, you've been teased a lot that it's a business of ill repute where um, uh, where patrons go to have their carnal desires fulfilled. Okay. Dash, don't tell anyone, but this is my first time in here, okay? But still, let me do the talking. Very the, very good. What type of establishment is this, do you think? Uh, I think that we're going to find out together. And then, uh, and then I, op- I open the door uh, and greet the Minotaur. Um, is there a way for me? Because I feel like for characters in Grinner's Row, I know a lot of them. I must know a lot of them. Like if a Minotaur lives on Grinner's Row, feels like that I would have some sense of the per- character's name. Do I know this character's name? Uh, no. Okay, but you've seen you've definitely seen the Minotaur around, and you know right. he's, he's no he's known as the Minotaur. When people say, "Did you see the Minotaur?" There's not many within the walls of Red Skull. He might be the only one, in fact, that you've heard talk of. So people just call him the Minotaur, but you've never personally interacted with the Minotaur. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, wa- I walk up to the desk and say, hello, my good man and or woman. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Starshine Bubblery. Do patrons have arrived? Please uh, come in, make yourselves comfortable. Ah, uh, thank you for that kind offer, but we are actually here on business. I would like to introduce myself. I am Tilton Flea Fowler, Terror Fowler's best and brightest son, and I'm here to assist you with a pest problem that you um, noted. The herdling of the Fowler family that must mean the best i'm assuming with me is my colleague and professional pest remover dash uh hello sir when you say pest what what kind of thing do you speak of all things have their place you are here to help us with the pest problem yes we absolutely are. My apologies, sir. I thought you were here to patron and sample from our fine delectables. Uh, no, not at all. So if you just pay me in advance, as we discussed, we will get to solving your pest problem. <laughs> Little Fowler, there will be no payment in advance. This is not how business is conducted in the row. Well, Terror insisted that we get paid in advance. He said it was what what did he say, Dad? Two two gold each? So four four gold to remove this pest? I say I think it was two gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dash, for that. Well remembered fact. Alright, well I was about to let you roll, but now you roll with disadvantage. <laughs> so go ahead and roll a um deception roll with disadvantage okay so i click the dis here yeah wait why isn't it you just rolled two dice oh oh i just rolled wait dis you you roll two 20s and then you take the lower oh right 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 right. is that it yeah Yeah, basically (laughs) 
it's a one. <laughs> I'm an one honest person. Uh, the five wasn't doing me any favors. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, what's what do you add as a modifier to your one? I add for is this pers- this is deception deception plus four. Mm-hmm. I did not know the Shadowfoot were so greedy. We agreed upon two gold for the performance of this duty, and yet here you are, the offspring, representative of the Fowler family, asking for more gold for what is already a fairly menial task, if I might say. Well, you know... I could handle myself, if not for not wanting to um, dirty my coat. Well, I just want you to know that the Fowlers didn't reach where they were by not pushing their luck sometimes. I do beg your forgiveness and we'll get right to it once you've paid us in advance. We will take care of those pests. I will show you if you wish to perform the task where it needs to be done. And then All right, I let's go see the task. <laughs> let's let's do it. This is not working out for me, Dad. Very well. Follow me. And he closes up his book, and he opens up a door towards the back of this foyer room, and it opens up into a hallway, and his large frame is like chafing the sides of the walls because he's so big in this in this in this building, you can barely see past him, and he begins walking down a hallway. Are- all right, uh, I follow. We follow along, yeah. Okay, and as you follow along, there's, you see there's some side rooms, uh, and in one of the side rooms, uh, you know, a, a woman dressed up in the, uh, the kinds of uh, kinds of um, clothing you might associate with uh, someone in a place such as a bubblery leans into the window or leans into the doorway the frame of the doorway and then looks at you flea and says hmm a strapping young lad fancy a tumble for a tenor uh i'm sorry ma'am here on business but you seem like a fine upstanding young girl and i can guarantee you that i will be back don't make me wait long. Perhaps I'll tumble with your friend here. And he, she looks at Dashmer. Uh, das- Why am Dasmer. I having a hard time with Dad? It's Dasmer. not that hard. <laughs> looks at Dashmer and, uh, you know, uh, lets out a little, like, wave to you. And I cock my head and I say, well, don't tumble too hard. You may hurt yourself. <laughs> does, she- does, does Dash, like, the ears... Um, is it visible that, that they're visible? Is that I'm gonna say yeah. they're visible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, as you say that to her, you look in and you see um, there's a flower in her the, the flower you bloomed in the bedroom behind her. Okay. Then I stop in my tracks and stare at the flower, um, and I say, "Did you plant this flower?" And I point at it awkwardly she's like like, oh yes dearie it adds a bit of color and liveliness to the place would you like to come in and have a look (laughs) dearie like how she became like a grandma uh (laughs) you know she's kind of on in years for sure i i'm pulling on das's sleeve and i'm like hey are we going here we got a job i just say i say it is truly beautiful to see a flower in such a place as this but 
We are busy at the moment. Don't leave me waiting long, boys. Yeah, keep uh, following the. And as, as we keep follow the Minotaur as his frame opens and he let, takes out a keychain, opens up, unlocks a door, and opens a door and walks in, and then stands to the side and waves, you know, with great um, showmanship for you to enter into the next room. Um, is it? What's the room like? Is it dark? Is it lit? Uh, the room is just, it's, it looks like a pantry or some sort of place of preparation for food and drinks, but not like a proper kitchen. Okay. Well. All right. So you, follow, you follow along and enter, and then um, as you enter, he closes the door behind you. Doesn't lock it, in case you're wondering. Um, mm-hmm. Just closes the door, and then proceeds to a trap door in the floor, opens it up, and as he opens it up, there's sort of a puff of, like, dust, and he's like, I do apologize. Running a bubblery is a big task for such a small staff as what we have. The basement is in a state of disrepair. But please try not to harm yourselves while you conduct the cleansing of the foul beasts that have um, accumulated below. Once you've exterminated those beasts, I'm sure to go down there and reorganize and tidy. Um, question. What type of beasts are we talking about here? Um, filthy rats. Disgusting rats. There's a cover of rats down below. Please eliminate them. As I say, I do not wish to dirty my coat. I require it for my profession. Uh, I'm going to interject and say, rats are not filthy, good sir. All things have their place. They live only as they are meant to live. Their place is not in the basement of a bubblery. I would wholeheartedly disagree. I have noticed (laughs) since I've been in this place that rats seem to haunt all corners of this place. The rats are free to make homes wherever else they wish, but not upon the property which is mine. And so you would like the rats, the rats led somewhere else. And I kind of like nod at him. I, I don't have a preference. I simply wish for the basement to be free of rats. If you have some other solution in mind, um, I am open to it. But for the most part, a rat catcher catches rats by killing them. Well... This was fun. Let's go. Uh, come on, Dash. Let down into the unknown and let's talk to your rat friends and maybe you can do your nature magic. All right, we go. We go. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so yeah, if you, you will refer to uh, the Foundry for a second, I'm going to add, enter into. We're going to enter into a new map. Um, let me just get a. Uh, let me view the scene. All right, now, I, oh, yeah, I didn't update your tokens. Sorry, it's going to be your faces. Oopsies. <laughs> I, need, I need to update them with something you draw or some art you select. So that's why it's episode zero. <laughs> We're working on stuff. Uh, let me activate this. Now, <laughs> now, you should be seeing a screen of black. Yeah, totally black. And around you. So as you descend into the basement... Um, you have no light, and it's pitch black down there, so you'll need some okay. sort of light. But don't I have, like, 
dark vision. Let me check. You this. do have dark vision, so let's establish that on your token, so that uh, I can I can put that into your token. So let's do that here. Um, dark vision. Do you know what the range of your dark vision is? Dark vision. You can see in darkness shades of gray up to sixty feet. Vision range sixty feet. All right. I'm going to update your token, so you should be able to see. It's going to show things in black and white. That's how yeah, you. Yeah. It's like a cat, right? So yeah, you can actually see now in black and white somewhat, right? Yeah. And crafting. I can't see anything. Yep. So you're going to need a light. You can't see shit. Uh, I can't see anything. Let me just, uh, let me see what I got in my backpack. Hang on a second. Da, 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 da. Thieves tools. No. Poisoner's kit. Uh, no, maybe poison a rat. Dice set. No, don't think so. Let me see what do I got. Um, I'm about crossbow. No, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, no torch. It dash. I I kind of got a problem here. Uh, I can't see, and I got no torch. Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry. I could see down here. I'm able to see in the dark, but I do have a torch. I believe. Just oh, perfect. Can I borrow it? Um, torch. Yeah, I do have a torch. Oh, I think uh, something moved over there. Okay, so I take out my torch, and I also have a tinder box. But I don't know, Bo, correct me if I'm wrong. I think my um, uh, my druid craft, let me see, it allows me to... You instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or you can instantly light or snuff out a candle, torch, or a small campfire. So use my druid craft to light the torch. Yeah, and it doesn't cost you anything, no rolls or anything. You just it's just some you can add some flair to it if you like. Maybe you do a circle, maybe you sing a hymn, like I don't know what maybe it's just a bizarre. I just kinda like wave my hand around the top of the torch and kind of look weirdly, because I've been a weird, I'm a weird bumpkin who spent 17 years in the woods, I look at Flea as I do it, and then a flame appears on my torch. Okay, so, and who's going to be holding the torch? I'm holding the torch, it's my torch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I just found that really funny. It's my torch. Um, I, <laughs> I need to update your light then. You have a torch. Torch is 40 feet of dim and 20 feet of bright. Uh, so now on the, your sheet, oh, you, should nice. see the uh, you should see things becoming illuminated. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Are there wall? It looks like there's wall sconces. Is, uh, are those actual things or just generic? Um, yeah. As you as you look in, there are sconces along the walls that could be lit, potentially. Okay. Then I think I would, I would walk towards them and light the sconces. Okay, you want to... So I can't actually light them on the map. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. We'll just say I do but, that. Yeah. Well, um, let's, so let's just say this: you go, you go to light the sconces, and you find that there's no candles in them. This, okay, this place okay, is sure. Not uh, looked after for a long time, so they won't illuminate. As my eyes get used to the darkness, I say, "Oh, thanks, Dash. We're a good team." Uh, scanning around, <clears throat> I say, "I don't see any rats." Oh, actually, sorry guys, I'm still learning. I think I can actually make a light source on this. On this. Oh, okay, cool. Hang on. Um, create, click and drag, it says. Okay. This is a great little platform you're using. Uh, let me just, uh, do you see extra light there by chance? I mean, I don't know. I'm still holding the torch. I feel like I'd have to yeah, snap Yeah, it's probably like um, not 
doing much, but there is a light source, I think, that is working. So, okay, if there's a light source, then I would use my druid craft again to snuff out my torch, because I feel like, why would I burn it if I've, we've got wall sconces? Okay. Should we do that to see if it works? <laughs> now i got to turn off your light torch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, configuration, zero, zero. Oh, it just makes a tiny little light. Well, I might have to adjust it. Hang on, yeah, that's why. That's why we were testing this out because I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Hang on. How about what do you see, Crofton, right now? Oh yeah, there you go. That, that looks that's better. Be the same as you. It's like kind of like a half light to the room. It's very cool. I also see gray though because I see the shadow. I can see in the shadows. There. Right. Oh, I don't see that. Yeah. There. So you light two sconces up in in the room and yeah, you know, yeah. good. So do we see any rats? Um, I put my torch away. Well, it's the, as, as, as he lights up the sconces and looks around, you don't hear or see any rats for the moment. But you do hear a little skittering. Mm. Let's do perception rolls. How about that? Sorry. I'm All right. Just, I'm we're resting. rolling. It's a perception roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're rolling 20s here. Yeah. D20 and <coughs> your perception rolls to the list. There's also two doors, by the way, one to the south and one to the east. I'll roll. Oh no, Mike's. Oh, oh, oh 20. <laughs> What's boy. the roll with this, with your perception? Uh, sorry, per, just perception is plus five. Okay, you guys are some perceiving bastards. And Crofton, what are you, or T, or sorry, Tilton, Flea? Yeah, I, <laughs> I got, you can call me Flea. I, I rolled either a six or a nine. A nine, it was a nine, I think. Plus, hang on, uh, perception is uh plus five so 14 okay so um dasmer uh you uh, you still yourself as you might in the forest when you're scanning the horizon for predators and mm. fauna that you can make prey for yourself in the wilds potentially and um you hear uh, a little skittering in the walls like a little pitter patter mm. of feet it's little, but fairly loud for the kind of mm. beast that you're potentially hunting. Um, I do hear some creatures in the walls, Flea. They sound like these could be our the rats we're seeking. Um, I'm gonna. Can I walk over to the wall mm-hmm. and uh, did I hear it? Uh, yeah. I don't know how I move my. Uh, do you have? You wall. don't have control over your token. I don't know. Okay, let me. You might go not. Over. I might have to give it to you. Uh, no, it yeah. seems to work. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so I go to the wall. I'm gonna put my ear against the wall. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you, you've already. I gotta... Okay, so as you put your ear against the wall, you hear the movement of sort of fade out and leave this area. It, it's aware that there's movement in this room and seems mm. to leave the vicinity of the walls of this room. Okay, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna cut my loaf of bread in two. Uh, and I'm going to use my poisoner's kit on one half of my loaf of bread. Okay. Well, and I'm, I'm, am I aware of this? Do I see it or no? Well, you're walking around the walls. Yeah, I'm yeah. Still I on assume this. I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, well, I just want to be clear. He didn't do it quietly. So yes, you're aware of this. I'm aware of it. And I, and I, I look at Flea and say, Flea, what, what are you doing? I'm just going to feed the local wildlife, Das. There is no need to poison what could just be simple creatures. We could lead them away from here in safety. So how do you propose to do that? I'm continuing putting poison on the bread while talking. Well, we must find our animal friends and see that if, if we can speak with so, them. 
oh, are you going to play a pipe and just lead them dancing through the streets? Maybe take them all the way back to the forest, I say, as I put a little bit more poison on the bread. Now, notably, the poison is translucent, so it's hard. You won't be able to tell which is the poison bread and the not poison bread unless you... <laughs> this, could, this could be interesting. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so, so, uh, what are you? I, I just told you I was m- sort of mocking you being the Pied Piper of the rats. What, mm. what is your response to that? Oh, I'm um, say, well, first things first, we must find them, and they seem to have left this place. Um, but I do not hear them in the walls anymore. It's almost as if, hear me out, wherever you go, they go away from there. But what if, again, Hear me out. We could lead them to somewhere such as, oh, I don't know, food that they would want to eat. And then boom, boom, ba, problem solved. I have in my hand, and I hold up half of a loaf of bread, a loaf of bread. And I know that rats love bread. I just leave it here. We go back upstairs. We wait a few minutes. We come back down. Bada boom, bada bing. No more rats. I shake my head when I look at this and I say, this does not seem right to kill these creatures for simply trying to exist. Um, I'm going to walk across the room uh, to where I think the rats might be if they've left where I heard them. Yeah, they've moved away from the, this vicinity. There's doors to the south and the east. Uh, you might need to explore oh, There's further. two doors. Okay. Um, I only see the one door here. Then... Well, yeah, to the, you said to the west. Don't get too fixated on the map. The map is just a reference yeah, to yeah. battles and stuff. Uh, so I'm going to go to the, the nearest the nearest door that I... Okay, well, the nearest door I, is the I, one to the east. Okay, fine. So yeah. I walk to the east door. Okay. And I open it. You just go ahead and open it. All right. Move your token. I've opened the door. Okay. And you peer into the room. It's... Bathed in darkness, as there's no, you don't have your torch lit anymore. So you, no, but I can see it because of my dark vision. You, you you look with your dark vision, and you see, you know, it's a, a basement full of unused pieces yeah. of furniture, rugs, pottery, um, lots of boxes and storage crates. Um, nothing in particular that jumps out and catches your eye in, in terms of, you know, uh, unusual items for uh, a seller. Um, but yes, uh, you don't visually see any uh, of the prey you're looking for. Of a rat. I think so, I see a yeah. I, so but I, I think I see a wall sconce with my dark vision, and then I would use my druid craft to light it. So while he's doing that, I would walk down the stairs and go behind him, and I would throw what I think is the poisoned half of the loaf into the middle of the room. Okay, you're gonna throw the loaf. So you okay? So you chuck the loaf. So I'm gonna go behind here. I'll move my guy. I'm gonna go behind him yeah. and throw a poisoned loaf into the 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 onto the ground of the room next door. Okay. So I gotta to toss it over his shoulder while he's going to light the sconce or something. Well, I use a magic to light the sconce. <clears throat> and as I do it, I say bon appetit. All right, you fire off the 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 um, the loaf into the darkness. It, it hits the ground and tuk, 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 bounces a couple times and lands on the ground. All right, job done. Let's go get our gold. 
Uh, I shake my head and I'm going to walk into the room. Uh, I, I'm exasperated, but then I follow you in. What are we still doing here? Simply throwing rotten, poisoned bread into a room is not removing the creatures that are in here. Look, it, it, it takes a little time for these things to work themselves out. We're good. Don't worry about it. Let's go upstairs. I think that girl had eyes for you. You can go hang out with that plant and the girl. It'd be pretty good. And then by the time you're done doing your thing, I mean, no more ratsies. Um, I keep. I'm gonna keep walking further into the room because I can see. I know the wall sconce only lights the front, but mm-hmm. I'll. Fo- I keep following him while talking. Okay, so you keep following him while you're talking, and um, just you know, your voice echoes out. Uh, is there two tokens of you on here? Or is that my? Memory? There was for a second, and now one of them is because right I now I don't see. see the, I don't see the gray. Yeah, right now I only see one. Okay, then that's sorry. It's a me problem. I'm figuring out the nuances it's of this okay. thing. Okay, um, yeah. So you walk into the darkness as uh, uh, Flea talks to you, um, saying "jobs done" and all that kind of stuff. Um, you don't really hear uh, the pitter pattering still uh, in this sort of area of the room, but you do see mm. a door um, just past the that big barrel on your right. Um, okay. You do see another door uh, leading out down south. Okay. So I go to the door. Yeah. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen up. I stick. I'm gonna put my ear to the door. Perception roll, please. Perception roll. Uh, twenty twenty. Roll. Four plus five, so nine. Is nine. All right. So you can faintly still make out the 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 pitter pattering and little squeaks of a rat, and still, mm. based on the sounds it's making, this base the cellar isn't that big. It's fairly loud. You estimate its size to be a little larger than what you might even usually find out in the woods, which is surprising mm. considering the rats out in the forest are quite large. Yeah. So then after hearing that, I'll say to uh, Flea, Flea, I believe there is a very large rat on the other side of this door or something large. Really? I'm shocked. A rat down here, I would never have thought. Well, you know what? Let's just feed him some of this bread I just found. And we can, you know, maybe we can be friends. Or maybe we just stab him once, call it a day, collect our gold, and get out of here. I wake up this morning. I'm supposed to clean slop. Now I'm down in a basement hunting rats. Ugh. Well, perhaps let's go in <laughs> through the door and see if we can find this rat. I can't see anything. It's too dark over there. Uh, is there another wall sconce? I can't tell really what's a wall uh, sconce. If there's you another. look around, you see there's a few more wall sconces. You can okay. Then I will light. use my druid craft to light uh, other wall sconces for my useless friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You can light. Turn lights on. All right, so that's great. Turn on a few more wall sconces and uh, illuminate the room a little better for your your useless friend, as you put it. Love this uh, druid craft, so versatile. No wonder Terry's. No wonder Dad paired me with you. There's nothing to do except kill rats. Are you rats. coming to the door, or are you just going right, to stand right. there? Fine. Okay. So I'm going to. Sh- uh, it's a fun. I'm going to open the, the door. 
Uh, you hold the right button and then move it. Oh, I got to zoom out. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. All right, um, so I'm going to open the door or try it, see if it's open. All right, uh, you go to try the door, and uh, the door will open as you slowly move it uh, ajar. Do you do you, are you do anything, or you just open it the whole way and walk through? I open it. I mean... Maybe I'll stand a bit to the side. If that's the thing you can do. I thought you were one with nature. Right. <laughs> well, you open the a door large... a little bit and take a look out. The light from the uh, the light from the sconce that you oh. illuminated spills out into the hallway. But you still, okay. without going into the hallway, it's hard to see. Okay. Then I go into the hallway. All right. Move your token down one. Hmm. Um, oh, my dark vision's not working. Yeah, interesting. Why is that happening? Your dark vision should be on. Connor always said, go into the bubblery. It's a good time when you're old enough. Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I'm All right, there you go. The Your dark basement. vision works. And as you, as you look down oh. the hallway uh, where the lights don't, there's no illumination down there. So you see a rather large furry ball sort of milling about in the middle of the hallway. It, um, make a, uh, I'm assuming at this point you stop. It hasn't okay. noticed you at this point, but with any more noise, it might notice you and uh, flea is kind of blah, blahing as you walk through the door. So I walk into the room behind, <laughs> he, behind. He's in your way. Uh, you can't just walk through. I walk into his back cause he stopped all of a sudden. Okay, okay, you walk into his back and make a loud noise, and the creature <laughs> that you see in the darkened hallway skitters off quickly. looks looks at you, and his eyes are filled with with anger and malice. And it runs, and it fi- finds a little hole and disappears from you. Oh. why right, did you stop? Flee. flee! You startled the rat. It's run away again. You blocked the door. We were having a conversation, and then I say to him because I've noticed. Well, I guess you've said they had malice. In its eyes, I say, I'm not sure we'll be able to befriend this creature. Oh, really? <laughs> what was the telltale sign? Um, malice. It was malice in his eyes. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I, wa- I walk down the hallway. All right, so uh, start- uh, Dasmer walks into the darkness, leaving you alone in the light. Uh, okay, so, well. Great to be able to see. Do you need my help on this? Yes, you should follow me. Oh, I guess I should. Oh, then I, I get, I guess I, I stop and think about this and then it's very I, take dark. My, I take my torch out mm-hmm. and light it. And I, and I walk back and hand it to Flea. I say, you'd better hold on to this. But remember, uh, <laughs> this belongs to me and I do find it of use from time to time. All right. Make sure to remove your torch okay. from your inventory. You can add one to yours, my friend. Torch, okay, torch, and torch. I re- I received the torch while saying we really make a good team. Uh, let's see, how do I add it to my character sheet here? Okay, how do I remove uh, yeah. it? So this is good practice for using your roll twenty. Go to inventory, go to manage inventory, write the name you want to add in the search bar. So torch. Wait, click. where's inventory here? Short rest, long rest. Bottom right, when you're where you have your actions, inventory, features, traits, description, notes. Oh yeah, extras. got it. Inventory, manage inventory. The button. Yep. Type in torch. Yep. Click the add button. You can just add anything. Uh, yeah, but don't do that. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Right. the honor system. It'll just, it'll, it'll just be me and Mike playing. Add to equipment. Add to backpack. Add Does, to equipment. Yeah, right? I'd add it to your equipment, but whatever. Now I had for some reason I had <coughs> ten torches, so I've reduced it to <laughs> ten torches. Yeah, just it's, reduce the number. So I reduce it to nine. Yeah, reduce it to nine, please. I'm well equipped for travel. Okay. Perfect. So um, you take out okay. a torch and hand it to him. Tell him to be extra careful with it, even though you have nine other torches, and it's probably fine if he breaks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know I had nine. Here we go. Okay, so I keep walking. <laughs> we keep walking down the hallway. And you keep walking down the hallway, and as you walk down the hallway, the skittering and sort of scurrying increases, and you get the sense immediately that um, whatever den uh, the rats have made, you're closing in on because there's anxiety in the air. Ooh, Who designed anxiety. this basement? I did. <laughs> Anxiety. No, not you. I mean, the proprietor of the bubble read. Yeah. A lot of the door here. I can answer that question. A lot of the buildings in Grinner's Row started off with one purpose and were sort of built on with different purposes. So the architecture is very functional and haphazard and almost like the buildings evolve with the time. So, yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. So then there's a, looks like a door here. Yeah. There's another door. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to open the door. I think I should go back and get my poison bread. All right, you open the door, and immediately, oh. in, immediately in front of you, there's a large fur ball, a furry, furry creature that looks and scowls at you and is shocked. Uh, you have a moment in which to decide what to do now. Okay. Um, I would like to <laughs> bend down. I mean, I, I, looking at the animal handling, I'm not sure that it applies to rats, but I right. kind of want to see if I can... Um, you know, so I don't just know. Uh, for some perspective, because this is important. Uh, when I say large, like furball, I'm saying like, like it's it, huge. He's about the size of a cat in front of okay. me. Like, yeah, so yeah. it's a giant, like it's a big old much. rat with big old big. teeth, and his eyes just look hostile. As okay, if you've so it stands by what, what you said earlier. It looked like malice, and I had said that yeah. it didn't look like we were going to tame it. Okay, so the rat is directly in front of me. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> Because it's right in front. Now, if, if gonna, it's combat, tell me, and we'll roll initiative. If, uh, you're, if you're going to assault it in any way. Well, what else could we do? Let me see. Hold on. Do I have a... Would be You said I only have a moment to decide this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there's no, like, I take 10 minutes yeah, to I can't, I can't. I can't look in my backpack and whatever, so... Your options are um, kind of okay. like fight, uh, just let it let it go and see what happens. I don't, mm, it's, you know, pretty much. Yeah, I pet think it, I would you can let do it do the instant catch it. Maybe. Let it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I reach down and try to grab it. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So we're going to do a grappling contest. Um, the grappling contest is you have to use your strength uh, okay. and your strength modifier, which is plus two. Mm, okay. um, uh, let me double Thanks. check the grappling rules. It's been a little while. All right, chat room. We're looking up our first r- rule, which is one I always look up a lot because grappling is kind of grappling. <laughs> grappling with a rat. Well, I'll try to see if I can keep taking it. Yeah, line. yeah, no, no, no you got to do it. That's how it works for sure. Grapple. That's how it goes. Got to grapple with them rats. It's a great word too. Grapple. Grapple. All right. When you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it, use the attack action to make a special melee attack. A grapple. Okay, so we are entering into combat, by the way. A target okay. of your grapple must be no more than one size large. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you try to seize the target by making a grapple check instead of attack roll. Strength check contested by the target's strength or dexterity. Okay, so why don't you roll your strength check, add your strength modifier. Uh, so when you do a strength, is it still a 
is it still a it's a d20 20? and your strength is 14 which gives you a plus two modifier plus two so yeah, okay so roll d20, d20 plus two all right d20 and 12 I'm, plus two 14 yeah, and i'm gonna roll dex plus the dex modifier all right, so I rolled a 12, and you, your total was a 15, or 14, right? Uh, 14, yeah. So you win the contest. Yes. And you grapple the rat. Um, so you, it's, it's the size of a cat, so you got to sort of hold it like yeah, a cat. Yeah, the cat. I'm holding it, yeah. Like two hands. So do you Congratulations. Pick it up? Do you pick it up under its belly, or do you, do you grab I it kinda overhand? Like pull, I, pu- I put like one hand kind of like under its neck, yeah. and then the other hand kind of like under its belly and I kind of pick it up and kind of like hold it like a football like that so I've got it under the neck and I'm pressing it against my body right. and I say flee I've got him okay and for everyone else we need to roll initiative alright so roll and you should have an initiative modifier uh, in your character sheet that you can refer to so everyone rolls initiative everyone rolls d20 yeah oh I got a 19 plus, uh, hang on, I'm in my inventory. I got to go back to my character sheet. Uh, how do I get abilities? Blah, blah, blah. Just initiative has its own box. Yeah, I, class. I know, but I had to go back to it. Plus yeah. three, so uh, 22. All right, and then I do 13 plus two, so 15. So, sorry, say again. Uh, t- 15, I, ro- I rolled a 15. 15 for Desmer. Yeah. 22 for uh, 22 for Tilton Flea. Um, okay, and the rats will go after rats plural. Uh, well, you haven't seen, sorry, I'm talking. Oh, about yeah, you haven't seen. I see at least uh, two more in the, in the room. Uh, um, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna mark this as. All right, so uh, Dasper, you've already had your turn, so you're not gonna yep. be able to go this round. Uh, Flea, you're up. So uh, is Dasper blocking the door? It looks like, like it. Yeah. Like yeah. From, is Dasper holding the rat in in, in his head? Grappling, so? He's grappling the rat. There's some rules when that's grappled that makes movement harder. Um, so you yeah. know, let me tell you what I want to do, and you tell me uh, if it's feasible or not. Sure. I have uh, throwing daggers in my hands, and if he's holding up the rat, saying, "Hey, flee!" I'm, I'm got- holding it against my body. I already said yeah, I'm yeah. holding it. In I, the flag. I, under- I understand. <laughs> I understand that part. Um, it, can I want to throw a, a dagger so that it kills the rat? In his so, hand. Look how close we are. You're, you're um, like you can't, directly. You can't do a ranged attack within five feet without being okay. disadvantaged. So, that, so you'd be better off doing a melee attack. You can melee yeah. the rat that he has. You can reach that. You just can't move through. All right. Okay. So I am going to then, I won't use my throwing dagger that I thought was going to be so wicked. Instead, I will go with my, my regular uh, short. Is it a short sword that I have here? Let me just check. Um <laughs> Your equipment short. Uh, is in your inventory. Yeah, short sword. So I, I'll, so I'll draw. You have to draw out something, which we allow you to draw out a item for free. But if okay. you want to draw out more than one, it's going to cost you an action. Okay, I'm not, I'm just drawing out the short sword. Okay, and uh, and uh, I'm I'm um, I'm st- looking to to dexterously stab the rat. That uh, Dasmer is holding without sure inju- like this. <laughs> without injuring Dasmer. Yeah, you won't injure Dasmer. All right, make your attack roll. I believe your oh, attack sweet. roll is um, 
Uh, hang on, did you equip your, you're using a dagger or a short sword? Uh, I, I was going to use my short sword. All right, so make sure to equip it in your actions and in your inventory, and then it'll tell you what your role is in the actions. Okay, tab. so so I go to. I've done it for inventory. you this time. You can just refresh your page. Okay. Sorry, I got a, I got ahead of you, um, but yes, there's like an there's like an equip like box that you can fill, and when you fill it, then you go back to actions, and it just tells you what your what your modifier is. So your short sword is plus five, so that's your dexterity. Plus your proficiency, since you're trained in short swords. Says I'm an unarmed strike here. It doesn't say refresh your page. Uh, okay, just hit the refresh button. Oh, yeah, it's loading, loading, loading. Okay, let's just see. Back to my actions. Okay, short sword. Okay, I got it. Yeah. All right, and if you hit, it shows you the damage. It's one d six plus three. So, but I roll it a d twenty. You gotta roll strike. a d twenty first to see if you hit. Okay, D20. <laughs> Two. Two so plus five and, is seven. Yeah. So, so I roll a seven on the You roll a seven. Rack. So you, you, you thrust your sword out and it just hits air as um, uh, as Flea looks on, in, or not Flea, Dasmer looks on in horror. <laughs> uh, so, I, so I miss, yeah, <laughs> I miss the... Yep, that's your action. For... What's my minor actions? There's no minor. That's fourth edition. You get a bonus action. And you only use bonus a bonus action. action if you have something that says as a bonus action. So mostly you won't have anything at level one. Okay. All right. Well, turn. I don't, I don't think so. Unless I'm mistaken. I don't want to, like, fuck, uh, screw up your character yeah. or anything. But I don't think you're going to have too but much. But, like, all that stuff in Baldur's Gate, like, push and pull or, or like, uh, so you know, like dip what? your weapon in something or whatever. You, you can know? do all those things. They take action. The, they're not bonus actions. There's no actions? dip your. There's no no. There's no dip your weapon as a bonus action. But like, you will have bonus actions that you can use. Um, I think your sneak okay. attack is once it you can deal extra damage. You don't need advantage. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, once per turn, you can deal an extra d six to a creature with an. As long as you have advantage, it doesn't even use a bonus action. That's good. But um, is a short sword a finesse weapon? Yes, it is. Okay. Finesse means just, you can wield it using strength or dex. Okay, you don't... Uh, I believe. Okay, so. I believe that's what finesse means. All right, so I missed. That's my turn. Okay, yeah. Um, so now it's the giant rat's turn. Um, so, Mike, the, the one that in your hand looks at... look Like, it, it, it struggles wildly. You have it grappled, so it can't quite attack you, but it breaks... It attempts to break your grapple. So we got a contest again. It's trying to get the fuck out of your All right. hands. So what do I have to roll? You have to, to roll a, a strength check? check to continue. Uh, okay, so it's uh, 20-20 again. Yep. All right. 15 plus 2. Okay, 17. you win. I roll 9 total, and the rat stays in your hand as he attempts to break free. Now the rat uh, farther down in the back uh, begins to scurry. Now, let me just check his movement speed here. 30 feet. All right, so he's going to move 1, 2, 3, 4, he begins to running, like skittering across the room towards the other side. And then the other, the third rat that you see skitters underneath this tub filled with water and into a hole in the wall and disappears from view. All right. All right. Uh, it is now uh, Flea's turn. 
So Dasmer is still in my way. I can't get in the room. I can't see anything, right? Yeah, that's right. Is that... Yeah, now, yeah. Um, now, unlike Baldur's Gate 3, you can ready actions in this game. So if you instead of using uh, your action, you can use your action to ready. If this happens, then I do this. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, so uh, I, I say to Dasmer, I'm like, can you go... Get those rats. And then I ready my weapon for if for some reason a rat would run in front of me, I would take an opportunity or a shot, a shot at the rat. Okay. Like just with the short, 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 very, very simple. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. You're up now, Dasmer. Um, okay. So having sensed the struggle that the rat put up, that it really does not want to be held. Um, I'm going to throw it across the room. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> All right. Make a strength check, please. Strength check again. I feel like I run out of. All right. D20. 13 plus uh, 2. So 15. 15. All right. And where are you throwing it precisely? Can you put your. Mouse um, there? Maybe I'm going to. Th- like, can I throw it at the other rat? I see you can yeah, see you that. Yeah, sure other can. Rat. Okay. Check it that at rat. The other, other rat. Rat on rat violence. All right, you throw it at the other rat, dealing uh, unarmed damage uh, to it. Um, let me see here. Now that so, <laughs> I don't. This throwing things is definitely a Baldur's Gate three thing, and, and not something that ever happened a lot. And it, like one of the first attacks is like I throw this into this other thing, and I'm like, <laughs> that's because well, of when, Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> but I mean, why Which wouldn't is, in D and D people must throw things? Well, it's totally fine because it's not like if you were picking up another humanoid, you probably like have failed, right? But these are rats. Well, yeah, but it's a light. it's yeah. a cat size thing. I could throw yeah. a cat a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm just you. remarking that I'm like, oh, rules adjudication. I haven't had to really settle something like this ever. Um, <laughs> That's impressive. I'm surprised yeah, all the yeah. uh, there will be dungeons. I mean, we've done throwing and stuff like that, but just in terms of throwing things into another thing, we're going to say it's uh, – you don't have the feature for unarmed strike. As, <laughs> so it would be – it would count not – Hmm. I'm gonna just rule that it's one d four for now. Okay. Wait, so, I do have an unarmed strike. No, you do, time. but it only does one damage. It's for punching. <laughs> yeah, only if you're a really proficient fighter can you get more damage out of your punches or a monk. But yeah. uh, everyone just usually gets one plus their strength modifier, um, which you should actually have a little more, right? You get th- oh, you have three. Okay, that's what we'll do. All right, we're gonna use that unarmed strike. We're gonna count as an unarmed strike. So you throw it. Uh, what was your roll? Your roll succeeded, right? It was. Uh, it was a fifteen. Yeah, I'm just going to compare it against the AC, and that's fine. So you throw the, you throw it at this thing. So first of all, uh, oh shit! Hang on, I need your because you're throwing and aiming at that thing. I need it to be your Dex mod, uh, uh, which is also so plus two. So it's the same. It's difference. also plus two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you throw one rat at the other one, doing four damage or three damage to both rats, three damage each. Three damage. Yeah, and you throw them, and they both so. Uh, they both scurry like one sort. You know, when they, they just pictured throwing two cats at each other, right? Like one would get hit yeah. and like yeah. gra- grab the ground, and the other one sort of gets hit and 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 bounces in the ground. And you do three damage to both of them. It doesn't, however, kill them. And they both, no. but they're both now like in fully threatened feral mode, and they turn to face you, and immediately start running towards you. They're just in fight or flight. But is it their? It's not their turn. You still it's have movement, turn. right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I got it's me. not their turn. I'm just describing the position that you find them in now. Sure. 
um okay so and my it, now that we're in combat based on this map in front of me like how is movement limited like if i just drag my so if, guy if you, into the room so you can drag him like kind of anywhere but i'm going to keep it in check you have 30 feet of movement and each square is five by five so that gives you six squares of movement okay so what i'm going to do actually i'm going to i'm going to move away from the door and say to flee i think that made them angry <laughs> <laughs> you think uh, of, at least we're speaking the same language so now at this point it's not uh, your turn yet no. it's not my turn yet yeah. No. Okay. anything else for your turn Dasmer? Uh well I think that's it there's no bonus actions you said so alright so mean, the I... first rat you've thrown in a complete like feral dog move just turns around and immediately beelines back in here to assault you but as it runs through the door uh, readied up flea with the oh, sword. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, got ready. Oh, yeah. So now I got to roll, right? Yep. Okay. That's sweet. Uh, roll. A five. <laughs> uh, okay. So plus one. Plus, plus one. What? Strength. Is it strength? This is dex. dex. He's a, he's got a finesse weapon. He has his dex. It says on his sheet, literally, plus five. Plus five. So ten. Um, yeah, no, you, you sort of, you, you stab forward and hit the <laughs> floorboard of the wood as it dodges out of the way. It's, it doesn't even dodge. You just miss it. It's still running towards Ah, stupid moving rats. And it runs, to, it runs towards you, Dasper, and attempts to bite at you. Attempts to bite at me. Okay. Uh, 17. Um, what's your AC? AC is 12. That is, you have 12 AC of Oh Lord! If twelve, yeah. is that is that bad? It's not bad. It's just it's low. <laughs> we will want to we'll want to figure out how to get that up, but some someday. You were level one. It's fine, but you're gonna take damage. You, you got bit by the rat right in the right in the shin. His Ouch. big mouth just latched onto your shin, um, and it's gonna do one d four plus two pierce. It does four damage to you. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, and it bites in, and blood begins oozing down your shin and into your boot. Okay, how do you change? Okay, here we go. So do four damage. Yeah, um, and that brings two, you from 11 to... To seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... Don't die on your first episode. I know, it's a rat. it could happen. Hey, happens in the All right, uh, and that brings us to the, the, the next rat. The next rat comes in, he moves, he moves in as well, and sees, you know, with blood and fury in its eyes, sees you uh, flee and lunges for your legs. Uh, and your armor class is 13, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I've rolled a 10. Yes, yeah, I've rolled a 10. And so you nimbly dodge out of the way of the bite, having seen Dazzler take one in the leg and anticipate Yeesh. it coming. Uh, it is now Flea's turn as the highest initiative roll. All right. I will, uh, I will take a, a, again, third times a charm and I will swing my, um, short sword, uh, at the at the the rat that's in front of me. All right, good luck. Gonna, yeah, gonna roll. Come on, big money. That's six. That? That's a six. So that's what eleven. Eleven. Oh. <laughs> you attempt to swing at it again, and your your sword connects with the your sword connects with the hardwood floor. <laughs> These mice. Why will they not sit still? <laughs> All right. Anything else with your turn? Any movement or um, if I move it, it, it will solicit opportunity an opportunity. attacks are a thing. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, then uh, nope. I will. I will. You do have there. the option to disengage, but that takes an action. You've already swung. Yeah. yeah. No. No. That's okay. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, Dasmer. Okay. So the weapon I have equipped is a boomerang, which <laughs> does not seem like well, it do you have work any, very. Do you have a melee. Weapon? I do have an almost going to take an action for me to switch to a. No, you, I get you a free action to uh, unequip one item or to equip one item. Okay, free action, because I have also a quarterstaff or a yeah. dagger. Yeah, so just go to your inventory, click the blue box so it's equipped, and then yeah. you'll see the rolls on the action. Okay, part. let's see what's better, the quarterstaff or the... I'm not sure what's better. I think the quarterstaff does more. Bludgeoning? Yeah. Okay, I'll take the quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. So and now you, I have if that. If you go back to actions, it should show you what the roll Oh, is. it says my boomerang's also still equipped. Or do I have it, to You can equip that? 500 items. This is just a way for you to see what the rolls are. So don't, don't worry about being technical on that front, okay? Okay. We'll keep okay. track of it verbally. Okay, so I have the... So I got my quarterstaff. The things just bit my leg. I, I pull my quarterstaff off my back, and I just... Stomp it down on this rat that's on my leg. All right. Roll a d20. So, add four to your roll. Okay. Let's just see if we hit, and then we do damage after that. You okay. got it. D20. Roll. Come on, baby. Ten plus. And what is the dexterity of that? What, what? It's it's you add your dexterity modifier, which is plus, so plus two, two. So it's and 12. Then you're, you're also proficient with your quarterstaff, so it's plus four. You get, pl- you get okay. your proficiency bonus. The sheet tells you the shortcut under actions. It's plus four. So plus 10 four. plus Where? 4 is? 14. Proficient? 14. 14. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, you bring down the staff upon the back of the rat. What? Roll your damage dice. Well, it did. It did you're, hurt me. Okay, hold you're, on. You're, you're holding. You're doing. You're holding it with two hands, right? So you yeah, do additional damage. It right it's 1d8 plus 2 if you're two-handing it. Oh, is oh yeah. 1d8 plus 2. Yeah. Okay. So a d8. Bludgeoning. D eight, oh. yeah. what? And I just roll it and add plus two. That's right. Okay. Five plus two, seven. Seven damage. All right. So you damage. Uh, would you like to describe how you slay this creature? So like it's on my leg, and yeah, I just aim the quarterstaff straight down, two hands right in the middle of its back, crunch. All right, and you crunch it and extinguish the life from its eye. It twitches slightly as its body goes limp. First blood goes to. Dasmer. Uh-huh. And not, it, not the guy who swung three times and missed. As it, as it dies. You get to put I any look, points on the damage board at all. <laughs> as it dies, I look up and say, I guess the hugging strategy didn't work. <laughs> and then I say, Death is not an ending, only a new beginning. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah, that means it's the rat's turn. Um, The rat attacks you, Tiltron, as you say your clever line. Okay. Uh, 10 plus 4 is 14. I believe that's a hit. (laughs) Wait, 10 plus 4? Didn't you roll 10 last time and it was a miss? I, it's ten plus four. My ten was a total last time. I have to. I the oh, enemies get I modifiers see, see. too. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ten it's plus four, so a three plus two pier is it five piercing damage on your leg as the rat bite. As, as you laugh at him, he, you now get your own bite <laughs> on your shin. Oh my god! <laughs> Each of you have a bleeding leg now. So minus five to me. How do I take away my health? Uh. 
I think you can just overwrite like the number there, just you know, where it says eleven, just highlight it, like click it, and then lower the number down, you know? <laughs> is the the rat token in front of me? Like so does it disappear or is it just stay there? No, it's corpse like, is, it's corpse is there. It's kay. it's dead. So like you can walk of, over. I don't know how to mark it as like dead yet. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sure. So I've taken how much did you say? Five? You've taken five points of damage. God. There we go. All right. Man, rat almost took away half my health in one shot. These are rats. Me too. The the remaining rats, because there was was another rat, has disappeared into the wall and doesn't have a turn now. So it is back to you, Flea. Now's your chance. So now I'm like, I've missed three times swinging at these rats, uh, and now they bit me. Uh, and it hurt a lot, and I'm like, ah, oh my god, this hurts so much, you son of a bitch! And then I raise my my, my sword, and I go to s- just slap it down on 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 the one in front of me, because that's the one that's still alive, right? My, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here we go with a twenty sided big money. God. Damn that, it! That, that's a nine. That's a, hey, wait. That's a nine plus five is fourteen. Nine plus five is f- yeah, 14. it is fourteen. Yeah, I don't know why my brain didn't work. Um, yes, it's a fourteen. And so fi- finally, you you, yes! cl- you close your eyes. You got to roll your damage too. And swing your sword, and you see uh, it's about to strike true. Roll damage. Okay, now there's something about damage, right? With this, like the, like you read earlier, stealth something or something something or what? You roll one d six plus three. No, no, no. There was something else. Just look at your weapon. I'm just, I'm just looking at. It says once per turn you can deal an extra one d six to one creature you hit with you're an attack about, with a finesse. You're talking about sneak range, attack. If you have advantage, if you have advantage, you, you can get you can use the sneak attack feature. But you and I don't have advantage, right? That's correct. Even though Mike's on the other side, no, no, okay. he is not. So it's one d. So I'm rolling one d six. You said that's correct. All right, you stupid rat. Ooh, four, four. plus three. three. Four plus 1d6 plus three. Yeah, four plus three. Seven total. Describe your slaying of the creature. I So I've just become absolutely enraged by by having this rat bite me that I've missed like three times. <laughs> and I just lift my sword and I just le- level him, like swing it down in a big, completely unroguelike maneuver. Like not some sort of finesse stab or whatever. I am like, I slice the rat into in front of me okay well you slice the rat in two and you don't completely cleave it in two cleanly you lift up your sword again and it's kind of stuck into the sword and with like a wet slop it slides off the sword and falls with a thud to the ground oh, and then i i just exhale and i'm like oh oh is uh, that it with that combat <laughs> is over but uh the rat um, the and then i say around. Because uh, I saw the other one, I say, uh, I believe another one escaped us. Um, you wanna? Do you wanna go check? <laughs> um, just to think about a time check. Was that seven thirty? Was there? Yes, I was gonna bring that up at some point. We are seven thirty. I'm good to keep going, but if you'd like to, uh, you know, if we're if we're at time, then we can, you know, always continue next time. 
Yeah, it seems like a, it'd be nice to get this last uh, rat, you know, I, killed. I, yeah, I'm I'm good for I'm good for now. Like I would be. I can go well for with, certainly another fifteen minutes, but I mean, Bo, you got a sense like. Well, I'll uh, find a place to wrap it up with fifteen minutes. I don't think we'll be done down here. Done. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, we we can we'll do what we can, and uh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Then um, I will. Well, okay. Whatever. You can walk in the room, or I can. Whatever. Uh, no, so I'm I'm just like I my leg is bleeding as is yours, but oh. my, I I'm a bigger wussy about it, and I'm like I, I'm like you want to go in there and find that last damn rat, and then I'm gonna say I, I I did get bitten. Maybe we should take a short rest to regain our strength before moving on to the last one. Oh, all right, yeah, that sounds good to 10, me. Ten minutes, you can regain your features that qualify for it. I don't think you guys have used any spells. Do we? Or anything. Yeah, no, but it's only to. But is it's, it you, only you can games? spend your hit dice to roll uh, to heal up. Okay. Spend your hit dice. How does that work? So basically, at a certain level, you get a certain amount of hit dice. Okay. And uh, you can burn them um, uh-huh. to roll them and then heal up. And then when you take a long rest, you regain half your hit dice. It's a little different than Baldur's Gate huh. 3. This is the actual rules. So, so because um, I only did it to be like, I want to get a bit of hit points. Those things did take know, enough it's, damage. It's a, it's a, it's a good like, um, it's a good call. Uh, I'm, it's been a little while since we've done hit dice, but essentially, you should it should be listed. Your hit dice should be listed somewhere on your sheet. I'm thinking hit dice. Okay, so I click. There's a short rest button on the oh. top of our sheet, yeah. right? So we click short rest on that. Uh, yeah, you can click short rest, and then and then it says yeah, uh, rogue hit die one d eight plus three. You have one hit die, so you can roll your hit die. So it's one d eight. I get one d eight plus three. Yeah. Automatically apply healing with dice result. Yeah, that just means you can manually do it yourself, or you can have the software do it. Should we do it on the? But like, I think you should roll. Here. I think you should roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one d. You should learn I'm to play the do, game properly. So, yeah. 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 I'm going to do a D8. Yeah, I'm going to roll right. it. Right. Wait, I couldn't see my roll. Seven. Seven plus, th- plus three. Plus three. So, so you're only missing like four hit points, so you heal the maximum. Okay. All right. And All right. Burn your One D8, points. baby. Heal me up. Five plus three. So I got... I got... Seven. Uh, you heal seven, so you should be back up to maximum as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maximum. Took our little rest after getting bitten by rats. No. Perfect. And you both have Good. no hit dice. Okay. So, no hit dice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you take your uh, short rest, g- gather yourself, cleaning up your wound. As it turns out, uh, the wounds weren't so bad that a little bit of salve and uh, a bandage couldn't. So fit. it says the short rest goes for like an hour. During that hour, did we hear anything related to the rat that escaped or anything? No. And a short rest isn't necessarily. Uh, that might be more of the house rule that I do. A short rest is like 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it makes more sense. You can rest. Like... You can short rest for longer if you need to, specifically if a feature calls for it. But uh, I'll count like a fifty-minute uh, rest for wound. You don't need to do a whole hour. Right? Okay. Bo, All right. Bo so calls, then, uh, Bo calls gonna... short rest smoke breaks. Okay. Anyway. I'm gonna right. walk into. I would like to walk into the room that we saw the. Yeah, uh... Go for it. Okay. The rat rat corpses. Um, there seems to be another doorway. Past the well, you look bathtub? at you, you look at the tub here, and the tub's filled with old, dirty water. Like nobody emptied it; it's just down here with water. Nasty. Uh, actually, 
Yeah, it's kind of old, dirty water. But um, behind it, there's no door. It's all brick wall. But the rat appears to have run through a small, well, rather large, actually, but still quite small uh, opening uh, that you can make out uh, behind the basin. Behind the basin. Uh, Oh, okay. So I would like to, I think about the hole behind the wall. I say to, well, I don't know if we can do it ourselves or both of us. Hey, let's tip over this water and let it flood through the hole behind. So we tip over the basin into the hole. You want to drown the rat? That's what I say. I say, do you have a better idea on how to get him? Uh, I mean, I could get my poison bread. We could kind of shove it in there. But let's drown him. I'm not particular on the ways of executing this rat. I just want him gone. Since they're not likely to follow us out of here willingly, I see no other option. So All I right. guess we're going to have to do like a... A check to tip this thing over. Yep. You want to do it together? Like one, two, three, on three? Or one, two, three, and then go? On go, the second. Wait, on go, go one, two, three, or one, two, three, go? One, two, three, go. Okay. Right. Roll yeah, roll strength checks, please. Athletics. 20. Roll, your, athletics. roll your D20 and add athletics. Okay, rolled in six. Both of you. Yeah, just wait. I waited for his to go first. That was six. 14, good. Where's my athletics? Uh, athletics is plus four, so I still get a 10. So I got to go back to my character. Sorry, what? what, what uh, you, you got a 10? So uh, Dasmer gets a 10 and Tilt. I, I have a plus zero. I get a 14. 14 total. Okay. Um, the, the, the tub is heavy. But not beyond your capability. As you begin tipping it over, it is awkward and spills out water just on the ground. Uh, you can't really funnel it into the hole, so you tip over the tub, eventually letting the water out. The water runs in every direction and not just in the hole as it splashes <laughs> yeah. out everywhere diffusely. Your general sense is that this probably wasn't super effective, and now the ground is covered in water. <laughs> right. Uh, first, first bath water then a dirty cloth in the face pig slop a naked wizard this is not my day das this is not my day let's just kill this rat Uh, but we have reunited after 17 years so this is good (laughs) you were always a glass half full type of guy i love that about you but i just want to murder that rat so i look I <laughs> I hold the torch that's uh, down to the the hole mm-hmm. uh, to try to g- get a sense of what's in there, or if I can see the rat. Okay, so you you want to um, see? You want to look in? You, like you're putting your face up to the hole and with the torch? Well, cautiously, I'm putting the torch first to illuminate, and I'm sort of looking back to see if I can see anything in the hole. Okay, uh, let's get a uh, perception check as you put the torch in the hole, and then look. Pretty in. good. Uh, so 15 plus uh, perception plus 5, so 20. All right, so with the tub, you, you both haul the tub out of the way. I can't move it on the map. You both haul the tub out of the way, then you sort of get down at all fours and... You put the torch through the hole and then look in. And to see your, to your surprise, like after about like maybe a f- not even a foot, like a half a foot of like stone material, it seems like the torch light lights up 
like an open air room. There's a room beyond this wall. Hey, there's a room beyond this wall. I say to uh, Dash. Um, but there's no door. Can we? Can, is there a way to get in? There. It must be a secret room. I've heard about these. There's a lot in older buildings in Grinner's Row. Keep your eyes peeled on the wall if there's something that would trigger the a secret entrance. So now, now, now I'm starting to look around to see if I can find some sort of mechanism. All right. Both make investigation rolls as you circulate through the room looking for something yeah, that investigation. might open a false wall. 13. 13. What is investigation? Oh, it's its own thing, investigation. Mm-hmm. Don't forget uh, that. 13, uh, 13 plus 2 for me for a total of 15. Okay. All right. I roll, ooh, three plus uh, one, so four. Not very Okay, good. so, um, Flea, you look at, with your, some self-assuredness about your capabilities and the deceiving arts and that a false wall is part of the deceiving arts. You train your eye upon the wall knowing you're going to find something to open up this door. And behold, in the north west corner behind many stacked crates you spy just very briefly the glint of metal on your torch uh, and the lever uh, against the wall and think what are levers Mm. for but to open false walls perhaps it opens the false wall perhaps it does something else uh hey uh das there's a lever right behind there over there go pull it Um, I'm going to say, there seems to be a lot of boxes in the way. Perhaps we should move them. Um, all right, whatever. All right, <laughs> I'll all right so we start moving the box. All right, can I get the uh, athletics rolls, please? The boxes are filled and quite heavy with God knows oh, linens and things of that nature. 14 plus 4. I got 18. Hey, I nudged your dice there. All right, but they're both solid rolls. That looks like it's going to be a good one, too, right? 17 uh, plus it's athletics, you yeah. said? Yeah. Um, zero. Okay. So you both move the boxes capably. A, a couple of, you know, strong young men as you move the boxes aside. The levers there, easy to, easy as pie to just touch and move if you so wish. Okay. I, I step back towards the door here. I'm moving my icon. And I, uh, I equip... By short, or no, I equip a throwing dagger, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna, and I tell again, da, Das, now that the uh, now that the boxes are moved, uh, flip that lever. I'll get my dagger ready, and then I'm gonna say, I have not lived in a village for 17 years, my friend. I'm not familiar with such sorts of mechanisms. Had we been in a woodland area, I would be more familiar with the things. Perhaps perhaps you should flick the lever, since you spied it. it, it it's literally a lever. You, you, you grab it, and you pull it down, and then something will happen. Just pull the lever. Uh, then I say, well, perhaps you should show me how it's done. <laughs> like why am I going to take orders from you I will try to persuade you to pull the lever <laughs> so okay. so I can say what I'm going to say but like do we want to roll a persuasion okay no no before, we'll, before we do this I'm going to say hmm, I sense some 
trepidation and anxiety in you, my friend. And in my experience, when you feel anxiety, you should push through it. So I walk over to the level, lever and I pull it. Okay, you walk to the lever and yeah. you, 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 it moves. It's a little like stuck, but not enough to make you stop moving it. You kind of put a bit of strength on it and it goes ka-dunk, ka-dunk, ka-dunk. And uh, as you do that, um, there's the sound of stone scraping on stone. And the doorway opens up and you see briefly for a second a rat in the doorway as it scurries and then it scurries off. Yeah. And then I say to my friend, you see... When you fear something, you should just go for it. Just, can we kill the rat, please? Can we just kill the rat? And All right, so, well, then walk through the hole, then. So, so I, uh, so, I so walk through. This, I've opened this. Yeah, okay, it's worked. Perfect. Yeah. I walk through the okay. the door. It's not lighting up. I guess it's a hallway. Well, oh, you have a, you should have a torch still, right? I know. But, but how did you do yeah, it? It's, it's light. It's a hallway. Yeah, you are lighting yeah, up. Yeah, it's right. a hallway. So you move through I'm the hallway, uh, just with complete disregard. Like, how do you approach the hallway? <laughs> I, I, we, with complete I, disregard. Complete disregard. You did just I say, let's just kill this rat. Yeah, exactly. So I, it's just move through. Okay, so you. Move I think there's the one rat, and I'm I'm chasing. The hallway ends after 15 feet and turns to the right. But you notice this is different. Instead of the wood paneling and wood flooring, you see st- old stone, and there's a mm. musty, dank smell that's a little different. It mm. smells like, 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 like a strong stench of manure, and mm. also of. Maybe like fleshy bodily fluids. Ooh. Oh, it's a gong pit. <laughs> so what? A, a gong pit. It's like the, it's like a latrine. Okay. Um, so and then I'm... you see the the hallway ends, and then there's a hallway to the to the, to your left that you can still turn again. Uh, so is it? Does it end in front of me? It looks like there might be yes, more. Yes, that ends. But... That ends. But then there's a turning to the left. All right, I peek around the corner to the left before rushing around. Okay, you peek around the corner and you see that there is a uh, gate. Rather than a door, you see like uh, bars, like a prison bars kind of door. And beyond that, um, the torch light doesn't really pick up too much detail, but you do see some wood and some brown material piled on the ground. And you do hear hear the chittering of the rats uh, increasing in anxiety. So I turn around the corner. I turn around the corner now that I realize that there's a gate there, yeah. and I'm and I say, "There's a gate," sort somewhat befuddled. Okay, and I, yeah. I and follow I walk, behind you. I, I walk forward right to the gate, and I put my hand on it and give it sort of like one of those shakes where you're like, <laughs> "Is this thing solid?" Um, you give it a shake, and indeed, uh, it's closed shut firmly. Hmm. It's it's closed shut pretty firmly. Um, I I don't know. Do you see the rat in there? Where does this go? I cannot tell. Right. It was more of a rhetorical thing. Um, (laughs) So uh, I inspect the gate for a lock. It does have a locking mechanism. It looks uh, very old, but, um, you know, still familiar in terms of lock. Uh, in a style that you might have practiced on before, uh, as your in your family trade. All right. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, okay, okay. I got this, Dash. I think I've seen this before. Cedric ran me through one of these once. Uh, let me just see. I got a lock pick here somewhere in the thieves' tools. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're we're gonna get this. You just watch my back. I'm gonna pick the lock. We go in this gate. We get the rat. Sound good? Good luck, my friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I start I start attempting to pick the lock. Roll sleight of hand. Oh, that's solid. Uh, yeah, that's going to 17 plus um, sleight of hand here. Five. So. Right, with great facility, you uh, take to the tool, you take your tools and get to work on the lock. This lock is nothing compared to the practice locks that you've been drilled on as a child growing up in the Fowler family, especially with someone like the Terror as your father. And you rip through that lock in five seconds, just tick 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 tick, and the 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 gate just clinks open, uh, revealing. Um, what appears to be a large torture rack and, a, and farther along in the room, a large X shaped kind of thing with straps in it. There's a large um, brazier like uh, that's not lit. That's just gl- the embers glowing slightly in the corner. And on the right side, a large pile of manure shit, rat shit. You don't know what's going on, but before your mind can take it, take it all in the rat that you've been chasing cornered, lunges at you it's bearing its teeth going ah! oh not the stupid rat that and, i'm trying to kill and uh i think that's where we have to leave it off for this week guys. we're at time <laughs> the will, rat will tilton uh, tilton flea fowler survive a second encounter with the rat <laughs> the ankle biting rat <laughs> will we fi- ever find out what's to do with this rack and coffin and weird sort of uh, torture devices in this room Find out next time on Order and Defiance. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. All right. And with that, uh, that's going to conclude our session today. So I'm going to let us out with some outro music. I'll talk to you guys in a second. So you're not familiar how we do this. I'm going to bring up the music and do some stuff. So I'm going to be muting you, but I'll be back in a minute or two. All right. Uh, I want to thank everyone who came and watched. It was a lot of fun. I think... As an experimental first episode, it went kind of well, and I had a good time. And once we got into the swing of things, as I knew we would, it would be a good time. So uh, I'm going to try and get this up on an RSS feed at some point for audio listeners. And um, for the most part, keep checking in on my Twitch and on my YouTube. That's where we're going to have the video editions of the show for now, because that's where all y'all are subbed. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Crofton. Any last words or parting words for listeners? No, it was a good time. I feel like we're just at the tip of the iceberg. One of the, looking forward to learning more. Perfect. Yeah, let's see where this goes. Can't wait for the next one. We got a big, big world to explore, and all we did was visit uh, a find b- some rats, a whorehouse basement. All right. So, yeah. Until next time, guys. On behalf of everyone, uh, stay safe, and may all your rolls be twenties.